the other problem is Dencaster window is like it's just bright white, and I hate it. Yeah, so much, <laughs> like so much. Yeah, yeah. At least she's the same. She would like watches every or uses like dark mode for everything wherever she yeah. can. Yeah, my everything is dark mode like everywhere, and I can't figure out if there there is a way in Firefox to flip it at least on mobile, and I just I can't I can't seem to do it in desktop. And I don't really care that much because I don't need to have that up. I can just look at your beautiful smiling face while we're recording <laughs> this <clears throat> review of. I don't even know what to describe this as. I'm not even sure. We'll have to. It it kind of defies definition. I was thinking about that as well. I was like, what? It what is this thing? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly is what it is. Is it a mini series? Is it? It feels like a miniseries that was dumped as a movie is basically what it, that kind of feels like. Like yeah, they gave us a, the entirety of a Netflix show with no breaks. Yeah. Just like here it is kind of thing. Like just all of it. And they spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> they only used an iPhone in vertical mode for some reason. <laughs> fucking baffled as to what the reason for that is actually. Wait, you didn't You didn't watch it on an old uh, full screen TV? No, I don't know if you I've not seen a CRT TV in a long time. I'm not sure or like it's going or, or like a four by three monitor. Even even yeah, like even the like earliest a, LED monitors. I was probably I, I switched to LCD really early, even though like color repro wasn't great. Like I was all yeah. about the slim line and getting as big a screen as possible for yeah. as cheap as possible. And I knew LCD was kind of like the wave of the future. So I was on board with LCD very early. In spite of the fact that, like, yeah, they're not great for color repro. Not as good as CRTs are once they're calibrated anyway. But you ever calibrate a CRT? Mm-hmm. Fucking exhausting. Like, I don't want to do that all the time. <laughs> you got to do it, like, every couple weeks. It's just, no, no, no. See, these ones, like, these are, like, the, the LGs I use for studio work here are nice and, like, pre come pre-calibrated. But even when I run them through my little Wacom calibrator, they're like, yeah, they're fine. Perfect. That one's yeah. good. Yeah. This so- Ben Q one over here. Fuck that thing. I have no idea what the hell that thing's doing with color repro. It's <laughs> terrible. But I think I got a good one here. So there's that. All right. We good, are you good to go? Yep. There's enough preamble there. All right. Awesome. Welcome back to Dance Robot Dance, everybody. This is episode 243. I'm Mark. I'm in St. Catharines. I like that Tim. Tim seems to want me to say where I'm from because he does it every episode. <laughs> uh, like he's judging me for where I live right now. No. Either way. That's not it. <laughs> Tim's here. He's in Toronto. Kind of Toronto. York, Toronto. Same thing. Oh, whatever. You're one of those. You're one of those fuckers. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so apparently this new normal has been going on for a year also. Does it Ugh. did you do you remember where you were a year ago? You were just trying to get moved up here, if I'm not Yeah, mistaken. we were like in the process of like getting our house sold and uh well it wasn't sold yet. It was like uh maybe it like we'd I think we got an offer or something at this point. I don't know, like we a few days ago this year, like the 15th or 16th, we had like Alicia's birthday party. Like our last cocktails and cupcakes was like over a year ago at this mm-hmm. point. And that was like just pushing the cusp. Like it was like they were saying like, oh, you can have like gatherings of up to like 20 people or something like that. But like don't go out to a fucking like concert or a club or something. Mm, okay. Like, shortly after that, it was like, yeah, you should probably not be seeing anybody right now. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think I was I was still living in Milton at the time. It was a good time. I think Paul was on his way home, actually. Or I'd just gotten home. Like no, that. Paul was home. Paul had just gotten home because all this shit happened just as he got home. Oh, like, Jesus. Because I remember we had like a little scare where we were like, wait, did you bring that fucking thing back with you? Because he was in <laughs> Korea, right? And then yeah. like came here. And then like a week later, all of it kind of hit. And we were like, huh. <laughs> Interesting. 
did you just kill our entire family, Paul? And it was like, we had that, <laughs> we had that moment. We were like, uh, cause we didn't know we, nobody knew. Right. Like it was just yeah. fucking sanitize yourself from head to foot with bleach or some shit. Like n- nobody knew yeah. it was weird. Put, put light bulbs up your ass. Yeah. What's the other thing they were supposed to do? Inhale bleach. That was the other one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Disinfectants and, and, and UV, UV light. light, UV yeah. light. That was it. UV lights up the butthole. That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. about. There it goes. All right. Uh, let's do some news because why not? <laughs> so a, a big premiere happened this week. We got the, the first episode of the Falcon and the winter soldier, which was, I mean, it wasn't the other big premiere that we're going to talk to about there, but we'll get to that. That's a, a different review or a review <laughs> quote unquote um i'm not going to spoil anything but like i'll take all of this just put it in my eyeballs <laughs> it was decidedly different in tone from wandavision but i think it was always going to be <laughs> oh absolutely yeah 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 and like by the time wandavision ended it had like the superhero feel to it like it felt like a yeah. marvel thing again so like i was on board yeah. and like i was on board for all of wandavision because i wanted the weird but like i i'm all here for espionage captain america yeah, spies in the MCU stuff like Shield stuff like that's always been my bag. So it was a solid premiere. It was, I mean, it's clearly setting up a bunch of shit. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, two handsome men just handsoming up. That's all it yeah. is. It's <laughs> looking yeah, good. Not you know? not actually meeting each other yet. That's fine. You know, <laughs> slow burn. Tim, it's an espionage movie. Slow burn. Slow burn. <laughs> Jesus, relax. You were talking. You put me through a slow burn this week. Ooh, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, it looks like Black Widow's release plan is basically up in the air right now. It is definitely coming out in theaters on May 7th. But as to whether Disney decides to put it on Disney Plus as one of those premier access pieces or not, even the CEO is like, we don't know yet. We'll let you know. (laughs) So rock and roll, I guess. Fuck. Yeah. We'll see it eventually. (laughs) I guess. It's supposed to tie into Falcon and Winter Soldier, too. So I'm like, geez, that would suck if like it's. If there's like a like season two shield kind of like fucking level tie in, oh, and, yeah, I mean, and then we don't get to fucking see it yet. I don't think it's that big, but like, I I don't know. I don't know. I've heard that there's crossover though. So either way, yeah. There's a new Black Widow that they're introducing, right? And like, mm-hmm. this is the part of the world where she would operate in. Most, True. you know what I mean? Like where where the Winter Soldier operates is where the Black Widow operates most often. So, yeah. at least in the comics, like they have lots of history and shit. So either way, uh, we also got news that uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage uh, has been pushed back again. It is now scheduled for a September 17th, 2021 release. That's all right. I'm this is September 17th. I said 17th, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Just keep pushing it back indefinitely. Just forever. Just forever uh that and morbius and whatever else idiotic fucking spider-man spinoffs are trying to do just fucking push them all off forever i can't even make playstations you know what i mean but like let's just try and make spider-man movies like (laughs) (laughs) we can't even do the one thing we're good at so (laughs) let's be honest like the same people that are clamoring for venom 2 were also the people that were clamoring for the snyder cut yeah, I, I would. I would. I'd be very curious to see what the Venn diagram of fans of those movies are. So big fucking overlap. <laughs> yeah, I bet you there is. Either way, so we gotta wait longer to watch Venom too. I guess. Darn. Oops, darn. And that just goes to show, like, how much we did not like Venom. 
Like, yeah, <laughs> the fact that, you know, even as starved as we are for like new comic book media right now, we're like, <laughs> I'll true. take anything except it's true. that. It's true. <laughs> it's true. That. You can fucking have it. I don't want any of that shit like at all. But I want that's the problem is like I want the Marvel stuff. Like I don't want anything else. Like even like at this point I'm we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh Microsoft and Zenimax deal is done. So it at least makes Microsoft have exclusives that people care about, like Doom and Wolfenstein now. It was a big deal because it was a, a big financial deal. So they get had to get all of those approvals that have to happen. I don't they must have had to pay some people in Congress, I would imagine, for this to get passed. I that's how this works, right? I don't know which. So wait, what do what did Microsoft buy? Uh, Zenimax, the company that owns Bethesda, and like I know the Bethesda name. I don't know Zenimax. Yeah, Zenimax is their like shell. It's like the alphabet to their Google, basically, or whatever to Bethesda's Google or something like that. But yeah, so they've that deal is finalized and everything is now Microsoft exclusive. So it actually makes like the Xbox Series X like almost think about a bull because where else are you going to play Doom except for? PC where it belongs. Yeah. Okay. Where where everybody should play first person shooters. Yeah, really like mouse and keyboard that kids. But either way. Mm -hmm. So there's I didn't even read the article. I'm just gonna read the headline and then just kind of scoff because three more potential Game of Thrones spin-off possibilities have emerged. I'm not I don't want to get into the details. I don't fucking care because this none of this shit's happening apparently. Because this is what the third fucking round of these spin-offs like yeah, well, they're they're like fucking battle royaling them. Or That's what I like mean. That like, kind of isn't this like the third fucking time we've heard about this? And like now they're now we're into round what four of these things? I'm done. I don't care. I don't care. Nothing would please me more than to never hear the words Game of Thrones in the fucking nerd media ever again, <laughs> ever again. I don't know. I mean, I feel it's an interesting enough world that I feel like there is other like. Like Mandalorian kind of thing. There's probably interesting side stories to be told. Like some fuck that's off, like just trying to live his life while these fucking like, you know, the gentry are all trying to have their fucking big old wars or whatever. Tim, you're describing Conan the Barbarian. You just make a Conan the Barbarian show. Like, <laughs> I you literally just, when, when you about Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> when when you like didn't show up to the start and we're like flipping back through the Snyder Cut, I literally started watching Conan. <laughs> Because I've never watched Conan the Barbarian. The Schwarzenegger one? Nope. I don't know how. It's just one that I've never seen. That's fucked up, man. That movie's fantastic. I mean, it's just like, it's over the top 80s excess at its best, but it's like... I I can tell. It's just total fucking schlock. Oh, it's fucking... But it's like grade A schlock. Like, it looks like it's just... It's the good shit. You know what I mean? With an excellent soundtrack, I've heard, too. Excellent soundtrack. Visuals are fantastic. It's a good movie. I I hope you enjoy it. Speaking of big movies, so this is just, I'm bringing this one up because there's not a lot of news this week, at least not that I wanted to talk about in terms of the podcast, but <laughs> did you see that, like, basically Funko and the Funko Pop of Mechagodzilla spoiled the Godzilla movie's main villain? <laughs> no. Yeah. So, like, they've released the Funko Pops of the new Godzilla movie that's coming oh, out Jesus. whenever, and, like, the main villain is, it was rumored to be Mechagodzilla anyway, but, like, it's definitely Mechagodzilla because they made a Funko of it. <laughs> Once again, like your toy line spoiling your fucking movies, just I don't know. Yeah, but like, it's just the fucking twenty first century. You'd think that they would have figured out a way to avoid that shit now. I don't know. I don't. Well, I remember I the, the pre orders exist. Sometimes they play with it though. Remember, like when Marvel did the the Hulk breaking out of the Hulkbuster armor, 
yeah. toy. Yeah, and everybody yeah. was like, that scene's going to be in the movie. It's going to be dope. And then it never happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Marvel played us. So like, well, sometimes they Marvel's do it right. Marvel's been doing that a lot, though. Like they've been you know, putting like uh, like false scenes and trailers and shit like that, too. Marvel's Marvel's knows how to play the game is basically like they're playing at a different level than everybody else. It feels like right now, yeah. uh, especially. Watching Winter Soldier in this movie back to back definitely showed me where we were in terms of storytelling <laughs> levels here. So the last thing I had, Tim, this is you're gonna have to walk me through this one because uh, Warner Brothers has announced an Hour Man movie <laughs> because fucking why not? I, I mean, I guess it sounds like they're leaning more into those um, Justice Society characters because we got the Hawkman one coming too, and that's got other Justice Society characters in it as well. So We talked about a Hawkman movie, did we? Oh, yeah. I know they've brought up a Hawkman movie like numbers of times. There's the, I, it's I don't remember. Is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> When's Black Adam come out then? Fuck. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe it's in Black Adam. That that's okay. Oh, no. That rings a bell. Hawk, yeah, yeah, Hawkman yeah. in Black Adam rings a bell. That sounds more right. I was yeah, like, they didn't we were make talking about up. yes, how that makes sense because they're gonna like pull it. Yeah, Aldous Hodge, uh, they cast as Hawkman in Black Adam. There you go. Okay, um, that makes sense. That makes way more sense than what we were talking. It's like, wait, a Hawkman movie? That doesn't. Yeah. Maybe no, I mean, there was. I'm I mean, sure. Like, I know they talked about cast... it. Like it's one of those things where like they used to talk about like the Black Panther movie with Wesley Snipes, where it just got talked about forever. Like they've always talked yeah. about making that movie but never did and now we're kind of i guess looped back around to it yeah and i know that that hawkman or that uh, black adam movie also i think has adam smasher cast in it as well uh, i was okay. another like justice society character he's like a, a like a second gen uh just society character but yeah i mean our man is an interesting character they've done some cool shit with him over the years the dc 1 million like robot our man is a cool character so there's cool shit that they can pull from it's a just a really kind of obscure pick, but maybe that's good. Maybe that means that they can do something unusual and unexpected with it, which seems to be what DC has been trying to do recently anyways. Well, that's so, what um, Peacemaker kind of looks like to me. Like, well, I'm look, looking yeah, forward right. to that John Cena show. Like, uh, it could be off, pretty off the wall. So I'm like, where has been willing to yeah. take some risks that, I mean, obviously, considering what we're talking about tonight and it's R rating, Warner has been a, a little bit more willing to take risks than Disney has with the mm-hmm. Marvel stuff. Which is cool to see, but sometimes it's also just like, what's the end game of all of this? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? So, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. That it's one of those things where, like, all we know is that they're planning it. We don't know who's gonna fucking make it. We don't know who's gonna be in it or anything like that. So it still just feels like throwing shit at the wall to seeing what sticks. You know what I mean? Like they throw these ideas out there to see what the internet reaction is. And then yeah. it gets backburnered based on like people upvoting it or tweeting like, or liking it, the tweet or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Which I mean, rumors, realistically so. Disney probably does as well. Uh, oh yeah. I'm so. sure some of the rumors we hear you like are probably just shit that gets put out there to see like how people would react to certain casting and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Because, like, why wouldn't you? Like, what the, what the fuck is the point of social media if you can't use it for that, at the very least? Yeah. Like, my, they mine the data for every fucking thing else, so... Yeah, and I mean, Our Man is a character that has appeared, like, he was on... He was in the Flareoverse, I think? Yeah, because they had that... Cool, the mechanical version was, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. It's been a yeah. long time, though. Yeah, and he... I mean, he's appeared in other, like, adaptations and stuff as well, so uh, he's... there's He's in Brave of the Bold, kid. I think, was he was in there, so... Yeah, his uh, kid, or... Well, there, there's a an Hour Man character in Stargirl as well. 
Mm. Like that that is that's taking the same drug basically that gives our man his powers and shit. Yeah. So well he's a he's a Jeff Johns guy, right? Like he's one of the yeah, Justice Society. He's one, so he's of, one, he's of, one of the ones that Jeff Johns like, yeah. kind of brought back, yeah. Alright. I still can't I mean we got pictures of Green Lanterns, but we didn't, you know, actually see a Green Lantern, so yeah. And that's the one. That's the one we know. Jeff Johns has the biggest boner for, and he's we just saw more Green Lantern in what we're talking about tonight. And they actually called it a lantern this time. Yeah, there's that too. So uh, that was all I had for news. So if you got anything else you want to bring up, so Disney is putting a bunch more of their sort of more obscure Star Wars shit on Disney Plus, including the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, really? Like the official one? Yeah, the the actual full-on Star Wars holiday special, which is like the the debut of Boba Fett, and that's about the only thing that you want to hear about that. Also, some really terrible shit. That'll be worth a cursory uh, scroll through, at (laughs) the very least. You know, to see it in high... I don't think I've ever really seen it in high quality before. I wonder what would that look like. Also, the the Ewoks animated series... They're all on so much cocaine. I know. Have you seen... All of the... Like All look, yeah. Look at look at uh, the pictures of uh, of Mark Hamill from that special. He looks totally different than he does in the movies, and I'm not yeah. sure if it's just that he's on like a bunch of fucking drugs, or <laughs> if it looks <laughs> like they just had like real fucking low budget makeup people or something. I, I think it's a combination of like like a lot of cocaine because like they both look. Him and Carrie Fisher sadly look really baked in that fucking. We're like just yeah. buzzed on that movie, and like Harrison Ford is actively drunk in a lot of the scenes. Like you can see it. <laughs> And you can hear it, and it's it's I mean, a, it's, I, it's a I fucking had to be drunk. <laughs> oh my god, it's a ride. You know what I mean? Like the, I, I've seen Harrison Ford in a number of things where he clearly didn't want to fucking be there, but never more like acutely than in the the Star Wars holiday special. Does he have the face of a man who would rather be literally anywhere else on Earth than where he is at that very moment? Like yeah. he just he wants to die while he's on that set. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, apparently, apparently, it's not the full Star Wars Holiday Special. It's just one, <clears throat> excuse me, one segment of it. Uh, the story of the faithful Wookiee. Uh, but there's also oh, uh, also the Wookie yeah, stuff. Yeah, I guess. Uh, also, the the Ewoks animated series, and then the two um, live action Ewok movies, uh, oh, Caravan no. of Courage and the Battle for Endor. Those like Sunday afternoon specials. Yes. And then also the one that is pretty cool that hasn't really been very accessible lately is the clone wars animated series like not cgi but like the animated ones that they did before that in like 2003 which yeah, i was gonna uh, say the 2003 stuff yeah which were jendy tartakovsky which i think is the same dude that did like clone high i know so much about this kind of crap because of you and eric like i hate myself for how much <laughs> star wars knowledge i have because of you guys which is those are like really interesting style to those animate uh, that animated series or those two like little animated mini series. So, I, I mean, there have been a lot of people that have been clamoring for this stuff and being like, when are you going to put the rest of this on? I guess the only one that I don't think is on there that jumps into my mind right now is droids. But I'm sure that'll be coming at some point, too. Oh, terrible, terrible garbage. <laughs> But I mean, I, I watched, I spent so many Saturday mornings watching like the Ewok animated series and droids because they were always on like back to back. And it was one of those things where like they were the only things on in that time slot. Literally. So you'd end up watching. Yeah. And they were yeah. so boring. Like they were the worst <laughs> of the, like, oh my God, they were so yeah, bad. I remember some of them being all right. But yeah, some of them are definitely not. So Disneyland and California Adventure have an actual reopening event uh, or reopening date in California. They're reopening on April 30th after being after having been closed for well over a year. 
and the Oscar nominations got dropped. But once again, they basically completely ignore anything genre. So fuck you, Oscars. You're going to get left in the dust. I thought we did that last year. All right. It's Geek yeah. of the Week time then. Geek of the Week. So this is the segment of the show where we tell each other the nerdiest thing we've done this week. So, Tim, tell me the nerdiest thing you did this week. I have been watching old Muppet Show episodes on Disney Plus. Yeah, I've watched a couple. <laughs> like yeah. I, I'm about uh, like I think ten episodes or something like that in the first season, and it's just it's amazing how familiar it is because like I just would have fucking rewatched those things over and over and over in reruns when, mm-hmm. when we were kids, kind of thing, right? And so yeah, it's just every single segment I sit through, and I'm like, wow this brings back memories. I can remember, like, I know I've seen this 20 times before already. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. But had totally forgotten the whole thing. Yeah. And it, it actually holds up pretty well because a lot of it is like relatively timeless, you know, sort of vaudevillian humor sort of thing. Yeah. It's got that Pixar kind of vibe too, where it's like it, it's okay for like it, it works it's not for adults. Topical, you know, political yeah, humor exactly. or anything like that. Yeah. Like it's not based on current events. Yeah. You know, it's just like fucking, it's like stick and yeah, stick, yeah, stick. stick comedy yeah. and stuff like that and and it, it legit holds up and it's it's also one of those cases too where uh you know re-watching it as an adult you definitely pick up on little gags here and there that yeah that's what i meant like there's, there's for kids yeah there's definitely like a lot of like not for kid jokes that i was picking up on while i was yeah. watching it like man this is filthy but like all right i'm on board like i'm having a good time yeah i've only really watched a couple episodes like i watched the buddy rich episode to watch the drum off and stuff like that like oh yeah you gotta yeah. watch like the uh the animal buddy rich drum off yeah, where animal like fucking flips out and flips his kid over and shit. It's fucking <laughs> comedy gold, guys. Comedy fucking gold. The little muppet flips his drum kit over. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, and then I, I, I watched the uh, the Paul Williams episode where like he goes on and like he's talking about like, oh, this is great. Like I'm here with the Muppets and they're all smaller than me. And then they bring out like Sweetums and like all the like, <laughs> like the big like, tall, all the big like six and a half foot Muppets. And he's like, ah, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. That's cool. Yeah. I know, so my Geek of the Week is kind of like, but basically I can sum up my Geek of the Week is that I've ruined a keyboard and I need a new F- F5 key. I've started actually actively hunting for a PlayStation and <laughs> holy shit, they're impossible to fucking get your hands on. I can't believe how hard it is. Six months late, or is it six? I think it's about four months. Like I get like semiconductor shortages and shit, but it's like, wow, wow, delay your launch. Because yeah. like four months later and like, bare bones stock everywhere scalpers are still all over the place the prices are coming down on the scalpy stuff because there's been big drops and shit happening but like if you're not on a drop within like fucking 10 minutes like eat shit and die and even then yeah well i I saw i mean it depends on where you're buying from and this is just getting into the weeds of it but like best buy holds out a little bit better than some places i find Mm. and then like the amazon drop that happened this week lasted like half an hour like people were picking up consoles for about a half an hour like they were in stock yeah i just missed it i was in the fucking shower otherwise i would have picked it up like i would have had it i'm so annoyed i got i've been getting notifications because like i'm signed up for like the now in stock Mm -hmm. or whatever so i get like the emails but for whatever reason i got like i signed up for telegram i've got like three different (laughs) fucking things going on i got like six different stock watchers i'm i'm watching new youtube i'm watching millennial twitch stream youtube fuckers it's awful (laughs) just so i know where the stock is moving around and it's just everywhere it's out there you know what i mean it's like fucking (laughs) aliens man they're everywhere 
But yeah. you can't get your fucking hands on them because they don't really exist. Yeah, holy like, shit! Like that Amazon one. Like I got like five or six different emails like about yeah. that because I guess it was just like fla- flashing on and off and stuff. And like, but they they all pushed to my phone like half an hour after the fact or something yeah. for some fucking reason. Sign is- up for the Telegram ones. They're like instantaneous. I've been I've been in. Usually they are. Usually I get the push push notifications. Well, for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut a bunch of this shit out because this is all nonsense. But what I've been doing, and maybe people are interested, like if you're trying to find one too, like yeah. to hear what the process of me, like King Uber nerd who can get anything, fucking is going through to find one. Like I've got three different like active notifications all coming in on Telegram, like that the new messaging app that everybody's using. I've got fucking discord. I've got like, I'm getting YouTube and Twitch notifications from these streamers all the time. (laughs) And like what I've been, I've been able to get in a couple times. I got a digital. Yeah. Digital one in my Amazon cart when that drop happened. But I was like, I hesitated because I was like, I want the disc version. Right. And in that hesitation moment, I fucking lost it. Like it was gone. Yeah. I had, I had, I had a disc version in my cart on uh, Best Buy at one point and like, but I was doing it on my phone and like, yeah. I was trying to enter my shit in and like, I think I, I like backed out by accident once and yeah. tried to get back in. It was like, no, it's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been having, yeah, it's been basically that nonstop and like, but I, I have tagged into like some of the American ones cause like I can VPN past their little geo blocks to, just to kind of get in and see what's going on. And like, I've picked up, like I've gotten, Best Buy and Walmart in the States in cart during their drops and stuff. But it's like, I was, where the fuck am I going to ship it to? Yeah. Can't really do anything with it. So I'm just kind of there fucking about, I guess, to see how hard it is. They are mm. getting easier to get, I guess. But like. And the prices on eBay, like the, the scalping prices are still going down on eBay. So yeah. like it's 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 reach. I think I, it's well past its peak. Yeah, it's well. The word on the street is that they're getting nervous because, like, apparently there's a massive, like, fifty thousand unit Amazon drop happening this week, as well, as well as a big Target drop that's supposed to be about the same size, which is going to mm-hmm. like saturate Just flood the market. Yeah, so at least the at least I the want states some of these fuckers to get like stuck with a bunch of units that they can't fucking move or have to sell for under under retail. My end fucking yeah, that's my end kind of bit of this rant is that if you're scalping these fucking things, I hope you eat shit and die at some point. I hope Fuck you die in a car. You. I hope you die in a fucking car fire. Yeah. To quote the great George Carlin, die in a fucking car fire. Fucking middleman. Either way, yeah, it's just irritating. It's, I don't want to have to set up a bot farm. I can do it. I'll fucking do it, but I don't <laughs> want to. I've got better things to be doing with my processing power. God damn it. Either way, <sighs> all right it's time it's meat of the episode time meat of the episode alternative cuts of meat uh, yeah a, a rabbit hole that we are jumping down into all the time now it seems is director's cuts of these superhero movies here we are doing the second one it's Zack snyder's justice league time all four by three aspect ratio of it <laughs> All four hours of full All screen. fucking four hours of full, <laughs> full screen, screen VHS or shit. <laughs> so weird. So yeah, so we both watched it. I've kind of sat through it, most of it twice now. I mean, you know, flipping through, obviously. I'm not. I watched it through once the whole time. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, it was an experience. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not entirely sure if I've completely digested the entire experience. Now that I've kind of seen it twice, like most of it twice, I'm like, yeah, I get the gist. It's still kind of like, what do we want to talk about? We want to just like talk about the movie because it's it's a recut of the movie we watched in 2017 where we're both like, <laughs> I kind of shrugged my shoulders at and was like, 
this feels like a rush hatchet job. And what's with the color grading, basically, I think was what my review of that movie was. Also, Gal Gadot, I think you need acting lessons. But either way. So I actually re-listened to a chunk of our last episode on it, and you actually were pretty pretty high Was I glowing? Was I high on it? Not glowing. You you were like, uh, you gave it like a seven, seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, that's about right. That's probably what I remember walking out of the theater being like, I was all right, fine. Yeah, and I I was right around the same. Uh, I was like, I think seven and a half out of ten. And I think I think I rewatched it once and it like soured me or something yeah. like that. And it's just so like I, it's, I, I rewatched, I rewatched it last week and it's yeah. like, well, fuck, it's bad. Like it's <laughs> it is an ugly mess. Like so, I guess we could talk about that first, like the original cut, like where we were at that with that now. And whew, that was an experience, also. Uh, so. I mean, I I I think I my opinion for the wheat. What do we want to call it? The wheat and cut, the theatrical cut. Theatrical know. cut. I don't want to say Whedon's fucking name too yeah, much. So. The theatrical cut. I my opinion holds pretty steady on it. I think it's like a you know seven and a half out of ten. It's fine. Yeah. It's uh it's got some some fucking great components to it. It in retrospect feels rushed, and there's definitely mm-hmm. parts of it that given things that have come out more recently about I'll say his name right now because it's negatively of about Whedon and his behavior yeah. on set and shit. That, comes across in the movie, eh? Yeah. It's, it's weird like, how wow, it comes across. You really did not know what to do with Cyborg, huh? And so yeah. you just fucking excise like 90% of him from the fucking movie. Yeah. That is a fucking problem. Just. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a big problem because he's like kind of the heart and soul of the Zack Snyder's script yeah. apparently because yeah. he's right so, in the heart of the entire story revolves around cyborg and mother boxes yeah. and it's like wow you were he's in 10 minutes of the fucking original cut yeah, whereas like exactly. they basically spend an hour with him in a four hour movie here so yeah, like it's a fucking like proper backstory proper fucking origin essentially he's he gets a fucking developed. origin movie yeah, he, he gets actually gets a whole arc. movie yeah <laughs> he actually almost get arguably gets an audience he gets the entire first act of a superhero movie in yeah. this movie for his origin story the only thing they don't do is have a superhero fight with like his equivalent like marvel style they yeah. just go right into the fucking team up bit basically yeah yeah, yeah, so the, I mean, the dark twisted version of Cyborg. Or it's whatever. crazy. Either way, so yeah, so there's the the original theatrical cut. I yeah, definitely revisited it last week, and <sighs> it's just it's a patchy mess. Like it, I I think I don't know. I don't even know how where seven came from. I was probably just like I've seen it once. I, I was high in the theater. I had a good time. <laughs> Coke was good. Fine. You know, it's one of those good days kind of thing. I was happy with it because, like, upon rewatching it, I was like, nothing, nothing here. Like, you can tell there's movie in there, but it's just it's been cut out basically. Yeah. And it, what's left is just like badly patched in jokes and like weird, cro- like weird color corrections. And I wonder <laughs> how much of it that was us looking at it from the like through the rose colored glasses of like, oh, we love stuff that Joss Whedon does, and he finished this off. So maybe I don't know. I don't know, maybe, but like it, it, it in retrospect, like it, the movie doesn't hold together as well as I thought it did on that first view. So uh, I definitely need to not do just one viewing of things before we review them. That's why I was watching it again. because I was like, you know what? Yeah, I should probably rewatch this before we go in here for, so that I'm not either going too hard on it either way, mm-hmm. really, because like I, I, there's big chunks of this that I liked. Yeah. And there's big chunks of this and you just get cut the fuck out because they were terrible but and like, that's and that's pretty much my fucking like, you know top I mean? like review of it is it's like a, it's a fucking mess definitely longer <laughs> it's an enormous fucking it's still a mess and the problem is the story's still a mess like it's still written like hodgepodgely 
Like there's just plot threads that are go in every which direction and never get resolved. And there's all kinds of less of that, but it does still happen. Yeah. yeah. It's just just still like, this is kind of a really ponderous long over long piece. Whereas the original, the the theatrical cut was uh, just a fucking like rushed hatchet job. Yeah. So it's really, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of apples to oranges, but it's also kind of six of one half dozen of another, right? Like it's yeah. It, it, like, it's, I'll say it's a choose your poison situation. It's, it, it is. It, it kind of is. When I'm thinking about a review of these two movies, like how would I review them now? I would probably give them both like a six. Actually, no, I'd probably give Justice League, like the theatrical cut, a five, and give this a six. I'm right at the top, basically, because like this isn't a better movie than that. Like the, the, neither of them are better than the other, really. I don't think the other, the Joss is worse because of some of the shit that he put in it, like the, the stupid boob joke. A lot of the once yeah. the humor was gone, this movie works a lot better for me. Yeah. Oddly enough, yeah. like a lot of all those jokes are kind of gone. This yeah. movie tracks a lot better, but like, I don't know, like it's still fucking way too long. <laughs> like, it is. It is too it's long. It's still and... like horribly written. And it's still like some of the acting is just abysmal and needed to be cut. And like, there's all kinds of problems with it. So it's like, great. I'm glad he got to have his vision. I'm glad everybody got to see that. But like at the end of the day, let's talk about the plot. Tim, you want to run me through the plot real quick? <laughs> now let's not go into insane detail. Let's not go into insane detail, but let's like kind of maybe breeze over and like talk about how it kind of differs uh, well, in for, ways. For I guess. starters, we don't start with a terrible lip CGI job on Superman. They cut that out. They cut all of that fucking out. Thank God. I will. I'm going to go on record right at the top also and say like Zack Snyder clearly does not care for Superman because he is a MacGuffin in this movie and he has been a MacGuffin in basically all of these movies. And his main like thing being uh, I my my humanity is only connected to my love for Lois. So if you take her away, I'm a psychopath. I don't feel like that really reflects who Superman actually is. (laughs) So, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Let's see. But yeah, we start with, I guess, here. We start with a recap of Superman dying. Basically. Yeah, we, we start. start we we go back bad. with Superman dying, except this time there's like a, his. We see him have like a crazy fucking death rattle that is heard around the world, and that for some reason wakes up the mother boxes. Um, I'm not really sure of the link there, but okay. Plot hole one in a long list of <laughs> plot holes. That's your number one one right there. Yeah, I could see if it was like actively waiting for the Kryptonian to die, like it was scanning, but like yeah. Him don't, dying don't really sends out an energy it. pulse. I mean, it makes no sense. At least they come back to it to and and like fire that Chekhov's gun later because him being resurrected also wakes them up later. So oh, yeah, I mean at least they tie it back to that. But it still doesn't. It's never really explained. Uh, then we go through basically the same sequence of the like world without a Superman thing, which is just as good i would say as it was in the theatrical it's longer it's definitely it's longer. longer it's it's longer and it, it's different songs there's a lot of places where they change the needle drops and i don't know if it's like probably rights i think a lot of right it was, yeah if it's yeah. rights they couldn't get to get the rights to do some of them again but like I, I think a lot of those pieces were written for the theatrical cut and maybe they didn't want to pay for the rights again so they just like pick pre-recorded stuff this time i don't fucking know i don't know all i know is the fucking uh that version of hallelujah that was over the oh over it's the so bad is the worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, it's so overwrought. In a world where I like actively have to think to myself, like, I gotta, you gotta check past the credits on everything you watch now Mm -hmm. because of Marvel movies. I was like, I should watch the end of the credits. I got, 
a minute into that fucking song was like, no, I can't click. I'm done. Like, I'm not even fast forwarding. I'm just, it's I literally just hit X. Like, I need to, Leonard need Cohen to was spinning in his goddamn grave. Oh, it was so bad. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to like get on a whole fucking terror, <laughs> but God, that was just, that was an experience I had yesterday. And I was yeah. not happy, not a happy one. Let's see, from there, God damn it, the fucking Wikipedia one isn't done like chronologically as as per the movie it's like chronologically as the story goes where does it go so they, they do the, the yeah you do a little montage where you see cyborg right and he can hear shit in the mother boxes and we go where do we go we go to atlantis real quick and we see mara and then uh thing and then we go right back to themiscira and they have the first like we're talking about the mother box freaking out kind of thing yeah they, they were back we, we go to themiscira a lot a lot a lot which is fine. I like I like the shit that they do there. Yeah. They definitely extend the sequence with the mother box there, although that's a little later now. Well, there's two sequences with it where like they first talk about it and they come back to it where it actually yeah. activates. Whereas I think in the theatrical, they were just like it just activates it just activate, on the spot. Yeah, yeah as opposed to kind of like because Steppenwolf is coming forward or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the right there is like during the opening credits. Basically, we we kind of get the uh, Bruce going. Because there's some fun dialogue in here too, though, where like Bruce goes over the mountain. They're like, he, he says he climbed here, and everybody's like, it's impossible. And I'm like, well, it's not for this guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, we still go through the same. I think shortly after that, we go through the same thing with uh, Bruce and Aquaman. Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting at. Like, this, that we do that that scene in the like where he Aquaman has been saving this village or whatever, yeah, and Bruce yeah. shows up, and yeah, it's a little bit again, it's longer, and like there's more like interpersonal conflict, and he still fucking calls him Bruce Wayne in front of everybody and like their yeah. mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just blatantly. Yeah. So, and like they do the Clark thing too later on again, where it's just like yeah. in front of like a bunch of which cops. Which was one was, of like, my, which was one of my pet peeves with the the theatrical yeah the theatrical cut. cut. Yeah, but like they do both of those are still in here, and I was just like, what the fuck, guys? Like you have you have the opportunity to cut that kind of shit out, and you don't, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zack Snyder doesn't care about these characters, guys. That's the <laughs> main problem. Is what we have here. He cares about Batman barely, but like. <laughs> He thinks he looks cool in his outfit in his car. I think is what he cares about there. So we, at some point we get a much more in-depth recap of, we get a much, well, there's the whole sequence with the Amazon sending Artemis's arrow to a temple oh, in Greece yeah. or something like that, which is kind of cool. That's a little later, I think, but yeah, yeah. It's, that's in there. We do run into Lois and Martha. I, I wrote notes for probably like the first hour of this thing and I then just like yeah. fucking failed out. I mean, I have notes, but like I didn't, I, I wasn't fucking trying to do a recap of this four hour. Yeah, because it's just too much. Yeah. A lot of the same scenes that we saw last time just blown out to like too long needs to be cut it down proportion. Some, some of them were some of them were cool. Them were better again. Some yeah. of them were better. Some of them are fucking worse though. Yeah. Right? So it's like. Yeah. It's, it it's is. It's, it's such a fucking mixed bag. Like the 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 sequence where Diana's sort of recounting the original battle between the Amazons and men and the Atlanteans and the fucking new gods, while well, the the Apocalyptian new gods. That was better. Like it was. It was a little longer. They actually fucking explained like who all the players were because you had like yes, uh, you had Diana's narration over it. Yeah, and that there was actual lantern. They 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 call out. They name the fucking like gods that were there, like from the Greek pantheon that were there and shit. My big problem is like she sounds like she was reading it for the first time. Like just the the <laughs> flattest, most emotionless retelling of the story ever. <laughs> it's just awful. Uh, and she's not like. There's a couple scenes where she's okay, but she's pretty flat in this, which I was surprised by because she's usually like 
See when more bubbly. But did what? I did I criticize her in the in the original? No, you were you you loved her. Was I on board for her? Yeah, in the you loved I don't know. In the... <laughs> I usually liked her, and like I don't know. Maybe it's, you know what it might be. It might be post Wonder Woman eighty four. I'm like, oh, <laughs> bad taste. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but also, she fucking like the first time we see her in this, she fucking kills eighteen dudes. Like, oh yeah. Split. Like yeah, she definitely doesn't massacre as many uh, terrorists <laughs> yeah. in the like, theatrical cut as she does. Like she fucking brutalizes those yeah. guys. Like and sends like holy. debris flying down on all those cops and shit. She as wants well. to kill a couple cops too, like <laughs> or like at least maimed. Like Jesus, there's some yeah. injured people after she's like doing her <laughs> little Batman routine with yeah. superpowers where she fucks everybody up really badly. Yeah. But in that sequence, at least that flashback sequence, we at least actually get to see dark side fucking in battle, which yeah. looks pretty cool. And I, it's, I actually like that dark side design. I don't mind the dark side design. My problem is showing your main supervillain who's supposed to be like undefeatable, be defeated in the first act of your four hour movie kind of takes the threat away from him. <laughs> be defeated by literal gods. We're about to have Superman come back from the dead. What more do you want, Tim? Like mm-hmm. Superman is is a, a demigod at best, I would say. Uh, power level. Uh, it's like Zeus. Not the way they fucking treat him in this. They treat it's him true. like he's like the fucking Almighty on high. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> as soon as he shows up, everybody's like, "Oh fuck it, the Kryptonians back. Fuck this, we're out. Peace. Sorry, <laughs> we didn't mean it. Later. You know, like they totally fucking back out." Darkseid backs off of the Kryptonian in this movie, basically. It's kind of how this goes. So what mm, what have, more are we I supposed to do here? With that. So then we yeah, then we go back to kind of the same course of events. Well it, within here as well, we also get a lot more of of Cyborg and like who he is and how he became what he is and shit. Um there is again, this is not really in order, but there is like a full on fucking flashback sequence at some point that shows like how he became Cyborg and like the whole you get a lot more of the relationship between him and his dad and shit and how he like what his accident was that caused him to basically be on like death's doorstep the catch a little t2 riff where he's talking to the fucking janitors he's walking out of the lab and the janitor asks him like if he's leaving early for the night or whatever but it's literally like super late in the the middle of the night that's exactly the same fucking dialogue from t2 that that guy had (laughs) with the janitor fucking terminator 2 i was like don't just you can't just lift fucking seeds wholesale out of things (laughs) and put them elsewhere it's an homage i guess it's the same actress it was was really just it was it was really distracting to me i was like wait that's just the t2 thing again (laughs) all they did was he's just older now like it's the same yeah, scene it's fucking dyson again oh my god oh, that's exactly and he's making cyborgs what the exactly fuck? <laughs> yeah no he's the same yeah it's just his fucking his niche is put me in where you need somebody to make like a dangerous ai or yeah, something but put me in where you need a mad scientist who's, yeah. who's well-intentioned you know what i mean like that's yeah. his role like he just plays like well-intentioned mad scientist guy like really yeah. well yeah see so yeah so steppenwolf does sort of the same shtick uh, except he's shiny now oh he looks terrible like really? i didn't mind the redesign i hate them both they're both awful this is like little nitpicky this looks like a transformer from one of the michael bay movies. oh it does i definitely it definitely does it looks look like awful I, and like i don't like physically it looks like design wise it looks all right to me practically i think it's a fucking nightmare right because like that's exactly what you want in armor is armor that like has lots of little holes in it that can be penetrated by by like a dozen amazonian arrows and shit like that it was kind of cool when he does like the thing where he like cuts off all the arrows 
using the armor. Yeah, I guess, but it like kind of neat. But yes, it definitely had like a Michael Bay Transformers feel to it, where it's just like here's a bunch of shrapnel that is somehow on this guy's body. I feel bad because it's like you sentient shrapnel or something. Shit. You get a chance to redo this, and it still looks not great. Like God, <laughs> like all the time you had, you can rebuild that. Yeah. Either way, I just wanted to call it. There is a scene where, like, and there's a lot of it with Bruce and Jeremy Irons. So, like, Ben Affleck and Jeremy Irons, Bruce Wayne and Alfred, arguing about like the care, like getting the Justice League together. And Jeremy Irons, I'm not sure if he's trying to talk him out of doing it or like he's trying to pep talk him in a weird way. But like, they're both he's drunk almost the entire. <laughs> yeah, he's they're both drunk the entire time. It seems like so that's always fun. <laughs> but like, there's a shot right at the right at the beginning of it where there's such a brutally big Gillette placement shot. Oh, yeah. Where, <laughs> like, my fusion racer. Oh, and my all God. The fucking, crazy. All the, like, I feel like Gillette, Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes. And, and what was the other fucking big one? And Under Armour fucking paid for, like, half of this, of the, like, post-production. I was half expecting in 4K to be able to see, like, an Under Armour logo on the Batsuit somewhere. Because, like, <laughs> I was convinced it was good. It has some of those, t- like, some of the texture on there looks like Under Armour. Yeah, like the yeah, stuff yeah. they put on their t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, because once you get into 4K, you can see like the, the like, textured mesh or whatever. Well, like it's like not even that. It's like vector rubber printing kind of yeah. thing just to make it look like it has like kind of a rough texture. But it's clearly just like a vector cut that I've seen in Illustrator. Like this kind of stuff. I use the texture drawings kind of thing where it's just yeah. like a flat vector cut. It looks fine in a two dimensional drawing. But when you try to just raise it up off the bat symbol, you can see that it's just like a vector cut in 4K. I don't know. It's weird. Like a laser cut kind of thing. (laughs) See, the one difference that I did know that, I mean, that sequence with the Steppenwolf going after the mother box on Themyscira was definitely longer. I liked that they had the keep that the mother box was in, like fall full on into the fucking ocean after they seal it off. Like That's a pretty fucking effective way to make sure somebody doesn't get their hands on it. I mean, he still does. Except for the fact that he can like apparently swim underwater and take on Atlanteans while he's down there. So it really doesn't matter one way or the other. You're just drowning your own people. Really? It's just a way to mass drown your best warriors probably at that point. So, (laughs) well, they're already like stuck in there forever. And I think that was, that was implied. Yeah. To begin with, even in the theatrical cut was that all these people are stuck in there forever now and will probably die. I, uh, <laughs> so then what then bruce and diana start uh going having yeah, their recruiting. Little, like well they start having their little like romantic will they won't they back and forth uh and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they realize what a fucking you know they trade stories basically and realize what a fucking massive threat they're facing and then bruce is like we need more people and so they go after barry and then there's a whole extra sequence where barry is trying to get a job as a like dog walker or some shit. Yeah, we go to his dad too, which is a long scene where he goes and meets his dad. So we see Billy Crot up again, I think, at that some one, point. That one was in the theatrical. It's in there, but yeah. it's way longer I, in I this also. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, like which is cool. You give you give Barry a little more to do. You give him a little more backstory, a little bit more fucking weight to his character. I was fine with that. They should have had the movie done before this movie came out, I think, for the Flash. Like at the the Flash and Cyborg both should have had movies before this came out, is what yeah. this feels like to me. You know what I mean? So yeah, probably uh, Wonder I mean, Woman too. Really, like her own movie. Probably Batman too, just so the Zack Snyder could get it the fuck out of his goddamn pipe and do a proper <laughs> Justice League movie, as opposed to just making like a Batman and Justice was, League Friends movie, like he did in this time. Yeah, even this version, which had a long gestation period, obviously was still rushed. Like you can still feel the script 
not being like 100 well, I mean, percent it's kind still of yeah but it's still like it's still a Zack Snyder movie where i get it where, well it's still limited by where it falls in the timeline uh, yeah, true. very heavily so you know there's only so much they could do with that and it's still just a Zack snyder movie i just want to repeat that because it's a good joke <laughs> Let's see. There is, uh, yeah. So there's that um, sequence with Barry, and he is, saves a girl who I think is supposed to be Iris. Uh, yeah, West. that's the girl that's supposed to be um, Iris West. That's yeah. the same actress who's been recast. Uh, like it's for, the same actress Flashpoint, has been cast for Flash in Flashpoint. Whenever that movie, <laughs> <laughs> if that movie ever gets made, yeah. Um, oh my god. Which is which is fine. She's fine. Uh, it's cute. an interesting I little love- sequence. Um, it's a it's it's kind of creepy that Barry like plays with kind of of this girl that he while it while in like bullet time super speed <laughs> and, and also like who shoots the, your first beauty shot of your new Iris West and the the, the she's sharing a frame of the fucking plunged. hot dog yeah. <laughs> pointing at her fucking eyes hey at least it wasn't a boob joke. <sighs> <laughs> and Barry, Barry, very, very gentlemanly plucks the hot dog out of midair and puts it in his pocket instead of like, instead of letting it fit, hit her in the face or some shit. And that, <laughs> like that, like that, like classic gif of the guy just having like fucking hot dogs. Hot dogs with right in his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's definitely what that scene reminded me of. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't want, is it because it's so, I mean, we're gonna have to talk about slow mo when we get into like actually nitpicking this because uh, so far what we've described is the first hour of the movie all in slow motion, basically, <laughs> basically, because that's what this movie is. Yeah, well, that's there is, yeah, we'll talk about slow mo because that that. But either way, yeah. So we we do. I I liked this like, and that's the thing. Like some of these character moments that they've cut out, I'm like, I liked that. You know that's what I mean? Funny. Like I like. Yeah. Like Cyborg was like I I mean it wasn't any better or worse than anything they did on the CW. It's totally a CW origin story. It's fine, you know. Like, go ahead. Flash is the same thing. It's honestly it's almost like I'm pretty sure note for note a scene we've seen on the TV show. You know what I mean? Like it's just except, one of those things. This you, version of the Flash has like is like autistic somehow or some shit. Is like on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Unlike every other version of the Flash before. But, yeah. I mean, okay, cool. In some scenes, he bugged me with that. Like, he was over the top with it. And then other scenes, I was like, oh, I don't mind this. Like, he, like I get that he would be jittery, especially in his first kind of outing. Yeah. But, like, I it depended on the take. scene. And it's... The thing is, like, the the sort of archetype of the Flash isn't as hard-coded into people's brains as yes. Batman or Wonder Woman or Superman. So yeah, it is yeah. a character that you can fuck around with a little bit, you know, when you're doing an adaptation without getting nerds, like, super fuck up and fucking up in arms about it. Plus, like... Most of the people that are watching this movie, Barry Allen probably wasn't their fucking Flash growing up. If no, all right, all of us were West. all of us were Wally West guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if, I guess if you're like 20 or under, maybe Barry's your Flash again because like you've mm-hmm. been because he came back in like Final Credit or Final Crisis. I would like to get your numbers on 20 and under comic book readers these days. I would yeah. really like to, yeah, you know. I mean, all these fucking movies are definitely bringing some people to the comics. I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, I mean that's kind of how we came in too, right? Like the movies kind of started and then you end up. Yeah. kind of reading the books so that's yeah i guess but and then like the people that are maybe five or ten years older than us like that are fifth in the like 45 to 50 plus crowd like those are probably berry people but yeah. anybody right now that is like probably let's say between like 25 and like 45 which is the fucking bread and butter of comic book movies like those are people that are wally west flash people anyways 
Yeah, so there's that little Flash character moment, and at some point in there, Steppenwolf goes and gets the Atlantis mother box, which plays pretty much exactly the same it did in the theatrical cut. Uh, again, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, we see Willem Dafoe at one point. His hair looks terrible, but that's about all oh, I really yeah. have to know. Yeah, there is that. There is that, which is a weird fucking beat because... If you were to rewatch this, these or- movies in order now, we see like Volko show up fucking just in the middle of Justice League. Yeah, he just yeah, shows up. In the middle of Justice League, you're like, who the fuck is that guy? And then we actually get properly introduced to him in Aquaman. Arguably, like, Mira, too. Like, did they, they, they actually say Mira's name in this movie? They just kind of uh, show her to you a, couple, a they bunch of times. Do in the in the epilogue. <laughs> Which, which, which we're going to have to have a conversation about, unfortunately. We still have, like, an entire three movies to get through before we get to the fucking <laughs> epilogue, Tim. Uh, yeah, so Volko at some point shows up, and at least it shows how fucking, how Arthur gets his armor and his uh, trident. Yeah. Because uh, in the... Volko just is the carrying them, carrying carrying them around. around. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Volko's like that guy. Like he's the, he's the guy that's like all concerned about the royal line and shit like that. So you know, when he gets wind of Arthur being around, this is this is me extrapolating shit from the comics. But like, it makes sense to me that he would show up and be like, "Hey, and uh, see that you're you know maybe looking to do something kingly. Maybe you should take this shit with you." Anyways. Oh, Tim. Uh, and then the third mother box is in Victor Stone's fucking apartment for some reason. Because his dad stole it from work. Because <laughs> that's a safe place. Because like his dad clearly identified it as like an incredibly dangerous artifact uh, with massive destructive powers. So what you want to do is have that in your closet at home, for sure. Yeah, this movie was written by chimps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what yeah. I'm talking about, though. Like every like three minutes, you're you're hitting a plot point like that where you're like, wait, w- he's got it in his closet. What yeah. the fuck? Why? <laughs> and like later on, they're talking about like <laughs> there's this baffling scene where they're like they're they're Bruce's like they're in Bruce's little like man cave where he's building his new jet, and they're like, man, this place is really cool. From the outside, it looks like an abandoned building. I'm like, why aren't they just at the cave? Just why aren't you using the cave? <laughs> What's the point of having the cave? If you're Do gonna they use go to the cave room? at all in this one? Yeah, I think no. Superman doesn't even go to Alfred at the cave. He's in the fucking in garage, the yeah, like wiping the car down or some shit yeah, like yeah. that. In this, like, I don't think they used the cave that they had in BVS. No, in well, this. no, because so. the cave was even in the the theatrical cut. Because remember, Barry had that whole sequence, and again, I guess this is just like a Whedon, Whedon trying to put in like uh, comedic bits. Because he had that bit where Barry starts speeding around the cave, like, and sitting in all of Batman's yeah. vehicles and shit. Yeah, but that's not in this, and like they re- they actively say that this is just some building that he owns somewhere, yeah. basically. Where he's well, I mean, this, this is, thing. but it's fine. Again, but like, but it's also where's like, the cave, is- man? You love Batman so much that we like recast Commissioner Gordon <laughs> and had J.K. Simmons show up, super shredded to hide under a trench coat. And like, kind of do like a Jim Gordon thing, and it was pretty good. And then they fucking they named Crispus Allen, which was dope as shit. They did, yeah, I did. Like I was that. like, that's fucking awesome. But like, give we don't get to do it. Specter movie now. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus, give me Gotham fucking Central is what I want. Yeah. Either version, or the one they're fucking, the, yeah, well, the one they're making, or the fucking this version of it. Just give me something. Yeah. yeah. 
so yeah so the fucking parademons come well i mean first there's a whole thing where they go to uh, star labs and try and find that they think that the mother box is there because like no it was there for a while and it smells like oh yeah the parody was yeah they go there and they kill the fucking janitor and shit and this just yeah it's yeah. a fucking disaster zone there's a whole uh, back and forth between like oh we're looking for it at star labs then we and then they find it at the at uh victor's house and then they get it back or silas gets it back to star labs and gets it into the i was really confused because there's a scene where cyborg fucking buries it at his mom's grave too yeah which i was like what the continuity of that box is is a little bit weird for me maybe i need to rewatch again but like no thank you (laughs) and then yeah so silas ends up with it in like a chamber where he fires a laser at it which fucking kills him like yeah. just 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 fucking like dissolve disintegrates him, uh, yeah. but he, what he's doing is superheating the core of it basically, so that he knows basically at this point that Steppenwolf is probably going to get his hands on it. But if it's like got the superheated core, then they can track it, and that's how they find uh, where Steppenwolf is putting all of the three boxes together to make Unity in, in Chernobyl. I guess it's supposed to be. It's never flat out said. It doesn't. They don't say it, but it reads like Chernobyl. So sure, because yeah. he says it's so toxic. Least, I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, fair. and at least there's no fucking family living next door to Chernobyl this time. Yeah, there's no <laughs> civilians. Yeah, that's what I liked about this. I was this like, oh, poor, they- this poor uh, Wachovian family or whatever. That's <laughs> Soko- Sokovian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those poor people. You know what I mean? No wonder they're all turned becoming fucking Avengers uh, <laughs> yeah, later in life. Fucking, yeah, nuclear yeah. reactor breach. Nuclear oh. reactor. Let's not bring up a franchise that I enjoy much more than this kind of hodgepodge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Say this reads like fucking Infinity War fan fiction that I read on Reddit before the fucking movie came out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like all the whole Themyscira thing. I was like, this is what would happen if you let a 15 year old script Thanos invading Wakanda. You know, like, that's what it reads like because it's like, kind of the same beats. Oh, it's a little bit over the top actiony. Like it's too, it's more Zack Snydery than I would really like it. It's more Zack Snydery than Infinity War really was. So uh, yeah. <laughs> that felt more like a documentary compared to this fucking like epic, <laughs> weird slow motion thing. Whatever this is. Uh, at that point, uh, they realize that oh shit, Stephen Wolf has all three mother boxes. We are fucked. We'd better resurrect Superman. Oh no! I skipped well, over no, the you, resurrection. You've you clearly kept, we skipped something because what happens? I think what happens is, yeah, no, they have so they he must go and get the fucking box because he knows where it is, right? In the cemetery, right. I'm extrapolating based on like what I'm yeah, thinking about this right. terrible movie. And they, he yeah, goes they, and gets they, it, and they bring it to the ship. Superman's corpse, <laughs> which is a half an hour fucking sequence that is the most morbid fucking shit that I've ever seen on film, <laughs> and I'm baffled as to why. It wasn't completely excised from the fucking theatrical cut and then really cut down for this version because what was in the theatrical cut was about as much as I would allow in an uncut version of it. Not what was in the theatrical cut should have been gone and what is in here should have been that theatrical cut because what's in here is a half an hour of creepy nonsense. Yeah, just weird yeah we're creepy nonsense and they're tossing the corpse around all willy-nilly and shit and like kicking it and I was like Show some fucking respect for the dude. He gets up and is pissed off. He's like, "You fuckers were just kicking me around. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm gonna here. You want to get kicked around? I'm gonna kick you around. I'm a fucking yeah, Kryptonian. I guess, I guess Kryptonians don't experience mortis as well because like he's all yeah. He's he's completely he's floppy and shit. He's also completely intact. Like no decomposition whatsoever. Like he's fine. 
Yeah. Like how many weeks later is this? Months or whatever. Yeah. Kryptonian seriously. DNA just like doesn't fucking degrade. Like what do they turn to crystal? <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> Somebody needs to fucking do a page one rewrite and let yeah. me in on the fucking so, ground level here. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> Before fucking uh <laughs> That's what so they have the fight and then they have the superman yeah. fight right so they have the superman fight which is dope as shit and much better than it was in the theatrical cut yeah it's longer and and has has better shit going on in it and yeah, yeah it's fine and that's where after all this dumb shit happens they see him come down to get it where the dad had taken it back into yeah, the Silas, last Silas right grabbed it where he time. superheated it again because they talked about that early yeah, because last time in the theatrical cut, it was just like it fell in a parking lot and like nobody went after it kind of thing. Whereas yeah. here, at least like Silas was like, holy shit, I'd better go fucking pick that thing up while yeah. Superman is beating the shit out of the Justice League. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's how Silas gets it and then fucking commits like Mother Box Harry Carey with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does kill himself pretty nastily. It's yeah. unpleasant to watch. They do uh, a couple anyways. of those effect shots are pretty good, where they like completely disintegrate people or like yeah, reintegrate yeah. Oh, them. The That's kind of neat. Some solid, some of the effects are pretty good in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what did a fucking good ass job on the you know putting these yeah. things back together? You know, four four years after the original. Like Steppenwolf is rendered well. Like it looks good. Like yeah. CGI wise, yeah. it's just the design is fucking terrible. I don't know who designed that, but it's not yeah. great. I like. I, I like. I did like the. I mean, the Parademon design was good in the original, but I like the dark side design here. Uh, it's. Uh, I would have made him less gangly. I wanted to be way. I wanted to be bulkier, bulkier but like, yeah. yeah, but fine, whatever. I was. I was it's cool with it. I like that he's clearly. I like that he had the Omega or some shit. Yeah, the Omega. Yeah, I like that he had the big of it scarred yeah, into scar. his chest kind of thing. That was dope. So. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so that yeah, so now Superman has like returned. Except he fucks off like after the fight. Yeah, he fucks off with Lois and uh they're not really sure if he's coming back, so they're like, Well, I guess we better fucking go do what we can and so and also, I would like to point out that like at some point during this movie, we've seen the Martian Manhunter, and that asshole doesn't do fucking anything during this movie. He just yeah. sits the whole fucking thing out, even though we saw him earlier. So fuck you. Yeah, shitty design, Martian Man. I kind of didn't like the design. I know you were yeah. indifferent. Yeah, I like this. I like the Supergirl one better, oddly enough. And then there's the one that's actively in the comics right now that's ten times better. So who knows? Either way, I don't know. Wait, oh geez, did you read that fucking Riley Rosmo written uh, drawn drawn? I may have Googled some shit on fucking just to see what he's wearing these days. And either way, it was better than what this was. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't know. We have to have. I I need to pick your brain at some point about Riley Rossmo's art because that that shit does not fucking work for me. Anyways, yeah. So at some point in here, it is basically fucking inconsequential. But Martian Manhunter shows up very briefly, and uh, yeah. So at this point, they're like, "Well, we're fucked, but we'll fucking go out in a blaze of glory and go try and stop Steppenwolf and shit." And they use the like basically tagged heat tagged mother box to track it track the steppenwolf to chernobyl and they go after him and the fight is largely for the like the first half of it is largely kind of how it plays out in the theatrical cut um still pretty longer this is another problem this movie has we're like now that it's four hours long the action sequences are just so fucking long that they just become noise yeah like this sequence in particular by the time they actually get to the the actual building I'm like, I don't fucking care anymore. Like three, like the Batmobile has been in. It's been like jeopardy. three hours. Yeah. At this point, you know what I mean? Like in like the, the Batmobile has been in jeopardy the kind of the same way, four different times where a different justice league has saved it. I'm like, 
we can do that once and just get it over with. You know what I mean? We don't have to do it every like we don't. I don't need to see the whole fucking drive from wherever he landed to the fucking place. You're allowed to edit that stuff. At out. least, at least the fucking jet that he'd spent like the whole movie fixing. Him and Alfred spent like the whole movie fixing, and then Cyborg is the one that finally actually gets it running. Yeah, then he crashes uh, it. Well, he doesn't crash it in this version though. He, they crash it in the theatrical cut, but in this version, he like properly lands it and then. Oh, does okay, but it was damaged. And then still. they they get yeah they they get to fly it away uh, at the end. Oh, okay, like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he was real happy with that jet. So yeah, I mean, yeah, this is, this, yeah, this is like other uh, girlfriend in this movie besides Wonder Woman. <sighs> I mean, she's given. She, I think it's just the way she acts, but she definitely gives good like I'm in love eyes on well, camera he, he definitely had like a couple little back and forth exchange oh absolutely absolutely implied which which i was cool with i liked having that. Oh, that that was another like little like okay i'm fine you want to give me this extra little depth between this relationship that's that's exactly great. what i want out of a longer cut of a movie i i know that's i'm not sure if it's is it controversial to say that i'm a fan of the batman wonder woman like at least the tease of it like i don't know if they actually go down that road i like the tease of it because it makes sense they're warriors basically so it kind of yeah hair and Clark never makes sense. He's a farmer. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I like I like that pairing. You know, it's yeah. it's not either way. I think it's one of those ones that's fun to play with temporarily, but you know, obviously, it's not who. Yeah, it doesn't work. Them ultimately end up with, but he needs to be with Selena. God damn it! But like, yeah, uh, yeah either way, we'll jump out that bridge later <laughs> at some point. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah. So then there's this whole this whole sort of extra complication to the them trying to stop unity from being formed where cyborg needs to like get inside the mother boxes and Barry needs to give him like a speed force boost to get in or something. Something about Zack Snyder and getting back into his mother's box is all I'm understanding right now. There it is. It feels like one of those like nineties comic book uh, video games where like when you get two two characters together they can do some like special combo attack or something like that yeah it's like a cutscene though it's like a it's a quick time event is basically like, this yeah. is basically like how long can you tap the button to keep the flash running that fast or like, right yeah. or like the colossus and wolverine like can uh cannonball special uh, cannonball special yeah. yeah yeah fastball special <laughs> Fastball special, yeah, yeah, like one one of those sorts of things where it's like, okay, this work, this maybe works in comics, but these guys have been working together for like three hours. Like, I don't yeah. think they understand each other's power sets enough at this point that like they can nope. figure out that this, you know, this week this might work kind of thing. But whatever. Yeah, comic book physics is like super on display here, but like whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's pretty crazy. Superman shows up this time in the black costume. I guess I, which I guess is cool because like, that's the costume he ends up in. Well, there's also that whole sequence where he's like walking through the uh, ship again. And it like shows him a bunch of different uh, costumes. Yeah, Kryptonian armors. Yeah. Kryptonian costumes or yeah, Kryptonian armors. That's where I I would be like, can we like CGI in the background, the fucking walking armor from like, like what is it adventure 500 or whatever, when he comes back and the things like, like do something, put it in the back. But they, there's so much fucking fan service in this and then where they could throw fan service and they kind of missed the ball in some spots it's like well because <laughs> it's like one of my complaints is just like there's too much fan service cut some of this shit out we don't need to hear every name that's ever been uttered in a fucking DC comic book <laughs> like they don't all need to be just directly out of the page somewhere like yeah. it's fine you know I like Christmas Christmas was great yeah. Leave Christmas Ryan alone. Choi Ryan Choi I'm yeah. good with that having the yeah exactly right like one or two but like everybody's a fucking character somewhere else in this universe at some point <laughs> it's a little bit much either way yeah so Superman gets there fucking just hands Steppenwolf his ass like 
fucking melts off one of his horns and shit. Oh, yeah, just cuts it right off. It like just just starts hammering him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was a little bummed. I I was hoping that this would be the one where they actually give because of the way this movie works, like irritates like the ending of this little sequence where we're in irritates me because I'm like, if they could have given Diana the win and like have her kind of finish Steppenwolf because they keep implying that they have like a little they have a little back and forth with them. She did fucking dehead him as he was was thrown back through the portal. but by then, like, I mean, like Superman beat him. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I kind of wanted them. I would probably want her to get the win with like an, like a big assist from, from Aquaman kind of thing. Yeah. And let, exactly. let Superman take on dark side. You know what I mean? Like, I, I agree. I, I think that that's right? a massive missed opportunity, but I, I just, I don't know. Maybe that's something that, that he, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find out from Cider someday that he did want, Superman to fight Darkseid in this, but like that just even in the Snyder, even in this cut, they didn't have the budget for it or something. I don't fucking yeah, know. Fair. Um, I, don't know. I, I agree. I think it's a missed opportunity. I think that it's fucking a massive mistake not to have Darkseid be the big bad rather than just kind of being this force that's kind of there and kind of not. And we see him through fucking portals and shit like that. And yeah, but at least they do fucking bring him in at the end. I I don't know if that's better than nothing or not, though, uh, where, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it, too. Yeah, there's a boom tomb opened up to Apocalypse and we can see it's basically Darkseid can and decide. And I guess the other one's supposed to be great. Goodness, goodness. I think. Yeah, that's what I understood. Anyway, it's hard to tell. You don't really see you too close. And yeah, and like a like just fucking legions of parademons are like watching Steppenwolf get his fucking ass handed to him. Uh, And then, yeah, Superman, like. It's like, no, oh, no, it's uh, I think it's well, it is. I guess it is kind of combo Aquaman Wonder Woman that, that actually kill him because like, yeah, uh, but I mean, like by Arthur, that like, point, let's face, after you get punched that many times by Superman, you're fucking done. Like, yeah, the, you're brain dead. My problem is that, like, yeah, if Superman brain killed him. You know what I mean? That should have been <laughs> Diana's killing blow because especially they had so many back and forth where she was he would give her shit about killing all her fucking like. Sisters. All the other Amazonians, yeah. all the sisters and stuff. And like they kept feeding it to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, she's clearly going to be the one who like takes him down. Finally, it's going to be hard fought, but he, she's going to take him down while Superman deals with Darkseid. And then they do this. And I was like, huh, <laughs> that's not how I would have done this at all. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, I know you're not supposed to like put your fucking brain shit on another movie, but like this is really kind of a blah ending to me. But it's not yeah. even really the ending because this movie goes on for another fucking hour. God damn it! Yeah. So after, I mean, Darkseid, you know, basically like vows revenge and shit after yeah. they after yeah. they beat uh, bitches out to the Kryptonian is basically what he does. He's like, oh well, no, you know what? I can't now. I can't. Yeah. Not today. Maybe yeah. Next week. It didn't work this time. I swear, this never happened to me before. Like, get it pieces out. Basically. It's- fucking embarrassing (laughs) so yes after that they go back and we get the same scene that we got in the theatrical cut where uh bruce and alfred and diana are like go back to the mansion and are like hey why don't we fucking set this up as like justice league headquarters which fine then you know we get kind of like the everybody gets their little denouement diana gets a message from the amazons barry gets his job at the central city police department which is setting him up for like the actual barry allen we know yeah uh, as like a forensic police officer victor gets like a beat from the beyond the grave message from his father on the little tape recorder that he crushed earlier yeah that's a crazy power he's got to be able to do what he did there like rebuilding that tape machine i was like 
<laughs> All right. I mean, they've already established, like, they, they definitely established here that Cyborg is massively fucking powerful. It's just, it's kind of funny that we just watched Superman 4, and he basically does Rapero Eyes at the fucking tape player <laughs> at the end of this movie. It's, it's Yeah, it's the uh, Kryptonian bricklaying vision on the... The Rewindo vision or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, we were talking about last week. Is yeah. it's, it's a choice, definitely, uh, to invoke Superman 4 in your new Justice League movie. <laughs> but... Then uh, Arthur says he's going off to see his dad, which sets us up for the start of the Aquaman movie. Aquaman movie, yeah. And then uh, Superman, which actually like is nice because like there's no there's no fucking point like there's no tracking him between any like there's no continuity between any of his appearances in these movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. But now, but now, but now there is like like this feels like the first time we really see him, and then we Mm kind of go back to like you get to go do his origin, and they they lead you into that origin as opposed to just being like, well, he fucked off, eh? Yeah. Okay. Bye. Later. So, <laughs> and then we get the whole thing with Clark and Bruce back at uh, back in Smallville, getting the at farm the Kent back farm, and yeah. the whole like I bought the bank and everything, which is good. Fucking, it's classic like Clark and Bruce back and forth. Yeah, this stuff works for me. So, and then we get the what was the like mid credit scene previously with Lex escaping Arkham Asylum and on his fucking like ultra yacht, and then. Joe Menjin and Nalo shows up and, but it's a little different. The exchange this time because Lex knows that Bruce is fucking Batman because of course he does fucking Aquaman told the whole goddamn village. So why wouldn't he know? He should know who everybody is by now. Cause they've all been fucking <laughs> talking to each other out loud. I had it. I mean, this is something we could talk about while we're like actually talking about the movie, but like there's a couple scenes where like, and then I know it's just because Affleck doesn't want to have the fucking cowl on the whole time. Right. Like he, he wants to show the face. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, like, how often does Batman hang out with the rest of the Justice League with the cowl off? With the cowl off, yeah. Like, not at all, ever. When you, when you got Batfleck there, you got to show off that. that you got to show off. I get it. You got to show off the fucking Affleck. I get I understand. But it's just a, weird. Let's, I mean, Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. He yeah. was absolutely the fucking bomb in Phantoms, everybody. <laughs> Don't let anybody tell you different. The fucking bomb in Phantoms. It's like Batman taking his fucking helmet off around the Justice League throws me off. Because he's just that prick to me in the justice league especially considering that fucking cowl does not look like it comes off easily <laughs> no not at all that's that's got some layers to it so yeah i also it, i have a nitpicky thing about like he's around superhumans and could use every advantage he has but he doesn't have any lenses to give him a hud in his back cowl which is like in the comics in the video games in every uh, other you know he had mean? one yeah he had one in uh in batman versus superman in the, the that armor in the suit but like yeah. not like in, even just his day-to-day cowl now he's got fucking yeah, yeah. like iron man shit going on right so like <laughs> why would he not have that advantage being played in this just because <laughs> we want to see affleck's beautiful eyes through the fucking cowl Anyways, after Either this way. Lex Luthor and Deathstroke scene, the movie ends and there's nothing else that we have to talk about. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> fuck you. Uh, except maybe there's a, a whole bunch. There's fucking still fucking epilogue. like an hour of fucking movie here. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's like another one of Bruce's like post-apocalyptic dreams, except we don't know that it's a dream at first. Yeah, we're just we're just back in nightmare land, even though everything should be fine now. But, like, yeah. we're in Nightmare Land again. We're back in Nightmare Land where, like, Darkseid has taken over the world. He's hanging out with, like, Mohawk Mira. Deathstroke. Which was pretty uh, badass. I'll give him that one. Yeah. Uh, Mera. Barry wearing, like, a fucking, like, armor uh, yeah. over, his, over his suit. And Victor. And <sighs> the Joker. 
doing his best worst Heath Ledger version of this Joker too. It doesn't have the tattoos anymore. I guess he had them removed. I guess. But, uh, I mean, it is. It's a fucking dream, even though it's supposed to be like a you know fucking predictive dream or whatever. But yeah, um, it's just yeah. it's it's such a fucking weird place to shoehorn this in. Like it, it feels so out of place. I mean, the the whole this whole epilogue does, but then like having the Joker there in particular and them supposing, you know, having like some sort of uneasy truce or whatever in the last like three minutes of the fucking movie. I'm just that line where he says, I'll fucking kill you was written by a 15 year old. Like it's, (laughs) it was awful shit. Like that's like image comics writing first year image where like, it was just Rob Liefeld writing his own shit. That's what Lord shit, just edgelord dog shit. Like that's all that was. It was fucking terrible. Pizza cutter, fucking all edge, no point. And like that's exactly, and that's part of the problem with this shit because it's Zack Snyder. There, that's all this is is all edge, no point. Like it's all just edge lord, dark versions of all these characters that like kind of don't go anywhere and just brood and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. So and then Superman shows up and he's evil, and then Batman wakes up or Bruce wakes up, and then Bruce gets a fucking visit from the Martian Manhunter, which also doesn't really seem to go anywhere. But yeah, he thank he basically like thanks Bruce for putting the team together and says like I'll be in touch. Like he's setting himself up as the fucking Nick Fury of this world basically here. And then he flies off and the end. Then the worst fucking version of Hallelujah ever plays. See the problem is the Nick Fury thing was cool because it was Sam Jackson. You have to put somebody in that role that people are like, ooh, that's fucking badass that we're we're Bring also, Sam Jackson, you, Nick. Also, Nick Fury. Build it up over time. Nick Fury. No, they don't. Nick Fury was in the fucking end of Iron Man one. They just fucking said Nick Fury. We're doing the Avengers right at the end of Iron Man one. No, but I Remember? mean, like, yeah, but they, but it was like, here's a little tiny cameo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but we've already seen him do dumb shit though. He's already went and talked to Lois Lane. Yeah, <laughs> disguised Why? as Martha. Oh my god. <laughs> They not think that Lois and Martha are going to figure out later that like it wasn't her and shit and God damn it. Yeah, that, that didn't make much sense to me. But anyways, that's the end of the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I hate. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know. Like there's shit in here that I it's, like. Exactly. It's so weird. Like it's I can't hate it. I can't love it. I'm basically almost exactly where I was with the fucking theatrical cut, except now there's more of it. <laughs> And there's just like too much of it. And that's basically like where I'm at. It's just a mess. It still needs like it still needs a fucking rewrite. Like it's so sad that we're doing this thing where we've remade this movie. We've got a four hour cut of it. And it's still kind of shitty because it wasn't written properly to begin with. Like there's still gaping fucking plot holes in the middle of it and stuff. But it also fills some of the plot holes that were left that were yeah, not in, the in, the, in the theatrical cut. Like, yeah. like that that third mother box, like Arthur getting the trident in his armor. That whole sequence which we didn't talk about where Cyborg recounts where the third mother box was found by the Nazis and shit like that. Like, okay, that was cool. There's a nice little piece of fucking backstory there. Oh, the other thing we didn't talk about. They like multiple times hint at or i mean they flat out show barry fucking rewinding time oh yeah 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 yeah. We, like, yeah we didn't talk about that basically they they lose the fucking justice league like flat out loses and then barry's like no fuck this and then runs faster than light and like turns back time like 30 seconds or something like that so he can do what he was fucking supposed to and send so, cyborg into the unity which i mean they're just setting up flashpoint at that point which is fine again 
Wait. Now we've got some fucking precedent for that, right? Wait. Now are you got telling me precedent. that we have another superhero movie where the ending is the fucking hero turning back time to fix everything? <laughs> We're doing this again. Only, only thirty again? seconds this time. We did. Yeah. They did it again, Tim. God damn it! It's, it's, just it's done it so much themselves. better this time, though. Like that sequence was. Yeah, I mean, it's, at least it's the Flash cool. where it fucking works. Like it kind of makes yeah. sense with the Flash. But like watching powers. watching Superman and Cyborg get like get un undisintegrated yeah, yeah. Unatomized. That yeah was, that was, those were cool, cool fucking effects that, like, those effects look dope yeah yeah and watching the ground like uh, sort of restore itself like uncrumble underneath yeah. barry's feet and shit like that whole yeah. sequence was done really that well. looked really good i couldn't believe they, they cut that that fucking thing out like that i was yeah. like why would you have that that's a cool everybody's doing something sequence you know what i mean it's one of those sequences where you're like oh my it, it's you know, I, again, it's hard to compare these fucking movies, but it's almost that sequence in Endgame where, you know, it's almost the uh, the the portals on your left fucking sequence in Endgame. You're like, fuck, yeah. they lost. Like, yeah. it's over. And then we get like this little glimmer of hope because Barry's like, no, I can do something here. Yeah. And then and he fucking saves the day. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's so hard to like dissect shit. Like I was writing notes and I'm like, some of this like, like what the fuck it's definitely more ponderous and sometimes that is good and sometimes that is bad i think snyder is having fun playing with the fact that he could make this thing as long as he fucking wanted whether he should have or not since it wasn't since he knew it wasn't going to be shown in theaters so this is it's such a going to be such a weird piece of media like this is something that I feel like could be taught in film school or something like that, just because of the weird circumstances under which it arose. Like the, the fan base, the, the fucking fact that it was made during COVID and that they knew that it was not going to be a, have a theatrical release. It was only going to go straight onto a streaming service. I was legit thinking it would be super fun to have like a, like going back to university and fucking doing like a film class. Like what do they call it? Seminars, you know, you do the seminars and you have to go and like do the conversation groups mm-hmm. and shit. This is probably more prevalent in the art world than it is in like no, no, sciencey places. But like, yeah, you would do this kind of stuff where you get into smaller groups and have like that kind of like in-depth discussion about like whatever. I would absolutely love to have like a three hour fucking jam session about like these two movies with some like film people. Cause like, there's some baffling choices made on both ends of the spectrum. Somebody needs to write a fucking book. Again, I honestly think, I bet you the backstory, like a book or a documentary about the making of Justice League, all the way through the fucking fan bullshit, all the way through this getting finally released and us seeing this like epically long, mediocre nightmare. Yeah, like I don't know what happened here. And like just analyze all of it because it's such a weird it thing is, it's- now. It's such a going to be such a strange thing to go back and look at. Like, I think it's from like, you know, sort of McLuhan-y like meta perspective. It's just such a strange story, the way that it came, that it sort of came together. Um, it's and it's such and like and the problem is like when you watch the movie, the movie's not entertaining enough to justify like sitting through like especially now like if you were going to go do a study on it six hours worth of content you got to analyze right you got like the the two hour theatrical cut and this four hour monstrosity which you also have to watch in four by three which we need to talk about because it's super fucking distracting (laughs) to me but like i don't know it it's just a weird contrast in styles and just like what is just excessive to the point of like impenetrable due to its fucking length and like ponderousness and the other one's fucking impenetrable because it's just all of that ponderousness has been removed and replaced with schlock and horse shit 
so like neither of the movies are really great to watch but like the background story of it sounds fucking fantastic like i would love to especially with like you get to do the ray fisher episode of the documentary where you go into like all the nasty shit that happened on set and like you get to find out like how like what was the fucking like opening weekend reaction in the warner brothers boardroom when they realized bvs wasn't gonna stick or like justice league wasn't gonna work (laughs) out the way they wanted to like you're in that process of all these movies trying to get made and you know and because you know you're like the only reason any of this is happening is because we fucked up and marvel's so fucking far ahead of us that we need to jumpstart this shit as quickly as possible and we picked the wrong guy to do it and now we're stuck. And then we and picked the other wrong guy to finish it. And then we picked the guy that Marvel used to just basically back clean up on the Avengers movie mm. at that point. And we brought him in and he was apparently having the worst fucking year of his life at that point. Yeah. <laughs> because this is like what he did was a mess was even worse than what was going on here. And just it's oh my god, I love so, it. I love to be able to think about this kind of crap. Yeah. But at the same time, I would rather just rewatch fucking Infinity War and Endgame than ever rewatched either of these Justice League movies ever again. <laughs> and that's probably where I'm at. I'm never gonna watch this shit again. I will watch Infinity War and Endgame on repeat till the day I die. I'll never watch this Justice League thing again, probably. <laughs> ever. See, it, it it is there's so many weird fucking thought experiments that you can have with this. Like for me, if this I think it's probably fair to say now that this ha- is successful, at least that the Snyder cut is successful, at least and that has seems to have appeased those people that were, you know, fucking clamoring for it. If it does have a decent fan response, even does if, and that means that Warner is less likely to fuck with directors visions for their projects going forward, then maybe this is a net positive in the end. Because, I mean, studio interference seems to be one of the big things that's holding back Warner in the DC movies. So maybe if they can fucking let go of those reins a little bit more. It always feels like they learned that lesson for like one movie and then the next movie they just fucking yank back the reins again. Because they have they don't have a I mean, they don't have a Kevin Feige. Listen, I like Jeff Johns and shit, but he's clearly not in a position where he can become the Kevin Feige of DC. Yeah, he doesn't have enough control. He doesn't have enough control of the situation. Whereas, yeah, like, Feige is now like execs at Warner are clearly, clearly empire now. It's over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's whoever is owning, like, and it's like we have we've been over the issues that are underlying at Warner well, Brothers already. And we've talked about like the constant shakeups in like the the top levels of Warner as well. Mm-hmm. And that that's probably part of it too, right? Is like one guy comes in and like fucking sees that oh I want to put my fingers in this oh wait it got fucked up when I put my fingers in it I'm gonna let the next person I'm gonna let Patty Jenkins do what she fucking wants on Wonder Woman yeah. and then that person gets fucking canned for whatever reason and then somebody else comes in and makes the same fucking mistakes over again yeah we get Wonder Woman 84 which was <laughs> <laughs> yeah or we get this, you know, or the justice, like the theatrical cut or whatever. Yeah. Or every second movie, which is like we get an Aquaman and it's great. But we've already seen Suicide Squad, which was we just re-reviewed that movie not too long ago while Paul was with us. Like, I think at the beginning of the COVID era, did we not? Where we kind of like, like, how do you rewrite Suicide Squad to make it good? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like this needs like, how do you start? Because this is this is a page one rewrite. It needs a script doctor at this point because there's just there's holes in it from the fucking opening scene. <laughs> like, yeah. It's bizarre. I don't know. What else? Did I, what I what did I actually want to talk about? I I was just snarking through all of it because like some of it I'm like this is great and some of it it's I'm I'm not. I had a question about like the DC 
was the the dude with the chest hair? That's Zeus, right? Like from that's DC Zeus. Yeah, it seems to be. With okay, the light, lightning hands. Sure. Okay. Cool. So that's Diana's father then. In yeah, because they say that uh, Zeus. Yes, uh, Zeus, Artemis, and one other uh, now, Greek god was was there. Was that the guy that hacked him in with the fucking axe? Was that Odin? Ares, I think. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That makes sense. God, I was got a war. Because I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. I was like, "Wait, is that?" Because he looked kind of Vikingy. So I was like, "Oh, is that? Are they doing Odin? No, Do they I, have I an think, Odin?" I think they were only really doing, in terms of pantheon, they were only doing Greek gods. Okay, fair enough. Uh, which makes sense because the Amazons—that's that's who their patrons are. Yeah, because like DC, like only seems to have the the Greek. Do they have the Norse gods on your team? They're they pop in and out, but not really. There is okay. like there's a DC like Hercules, but yeah, they're not the, really. Oh, no, you have yeah. DC Hercules, but there's not a DC Thor or Loki or Odin. As no, well. like no, the Norse stuff, they don't touch the Norse stuff. Okay, fair enough. They, they, again, they they touch them here and there, but it's it's not yeah. they're not like main char- mainstream characters kind of. Like yeah, that. fair enough. Yeah, the only mainstream Marvel. Greek character we have in Marvel is like Hercules, but there is a Zeus and shit yeah, that yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah. Like there is a Olympus and stuff, but we don't. We're very Norse, obviously, because of reasons. One of our <laughs> Avengers is a Norse guy. We won't talk about him because it'll just make me sad that we're not talking about those movies instead of this. <laughs> I think I've said it. Zack Snyder just wanted to make a Batman movie. Can we just <laughs> talk about how clearly he's just way more interested in Batman as a character than he is Superman. I would watch fucking. I would I watch would too. the Snyder fucking Batfleck movie all day long. And like, and I, yeah, I would too because that means I get to watch J.K. Simmons do whatever he was doing here. I was entertained by that. And or Jeremy Irons is fucking Alfred. Yeah, man, he's drunk great. Alfred. He's, Alfred. he's yeah. so good as drunk, drunk Alfred. Sassy I love Alfred. Yeah, he's great. Uh, all the gear looks good, so I'm on board for all the Batman shit. Yeah. yeah, like the the whole little bit they added in with like the energy dissipating gauntlets, like that actually gives Batman a fucking like makes it more plausible that he's sitting there like fucking fighting parademons without just getting yeah. his ass handed to him. Yeah, absolutely. Because that was one of those questions I had. I'm like, well, I guess they gave him those gauntlets so he can just fight these parademons now. Good, because yeah. they also seem to be giving like Cyborg and Wonder Woman a hard time. Like, shouldn't yeah. he be getting pasted <laughs> at this point? Yeah. Either way. I don't know what, where else to go. It's just like there's so much stuff we could talk about, but it's just like it's a hodgepodgey mess. <laughs> uh, we hope that I mean everybody can you can go watch it. I guess take something first because it's a fucking sit and a half. Yeah, let's see what else do I want to call it. I mean, yes, there was definitely more slow mo Snyder vision in this, which oh is oh my god. Sometimes sometimes fine, sometimes it's too much, and it's it's weird too because it's just like hit or miss. And this is maybe just me being a little bit of a cinematography snob. And I like usually Zack Snyder is pretty good at lining up a shot. It doesn't work quite as well in four by three. Like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel right in four by three. Because he even does an Age of Ultron shot in this. Like when the bat the fucking Batmobile is three D zooming at the like and the, yeah. the rest of the leaves flying around them. He they do the slow mo yeah. stop. I like adding and that I was like back in, which was yeah. I mean it was kind of a ripoff of what we just saw like like two years before in Marvel, but like fine. You, yeah, it's a every fucking movie. super like team superhero team movie has that fucking shot. You should be allowed to, I'm, they're allowed like, to do the it. Just Avengers like, movie had that shot. It, it feels weird that they did it the same way where they do like the slow down and then start back up thing, that it's exactly the same way that the Avengers shot work, like make your own shot. But either way, yeah. It looked good, but the four by three killed some of the frames. Like everything becomes like some of the action, especially becomes almost unwatchable in four by three. You're so pulled back that like everything's just everywhere and it's just lights and HDR lights going off. And it's like, (laughs) all right, too much, too much. I don't know what's happening. If Snyder had given had been able to give this a theatrical release, this would have been the version that would have ended up in ended up in IMAX theaters because that's why it's filmed in four four three. 
or presented in 4.3 is because they filmed it in that aspect ratio for IMAX theaters. But there also would have been a fucking widescreen cut, which I'm actually kind of hoping somebody take. I mean, I don't know where you would source out a bigger file. Like you need to take the 8K cut and then like crop it for 4K basically or something like that to do it. Because I would be curious to see what it looks like blown up a little bit because it some shots are good. Like it looks good. The movie like it's Zack Snyder. He's got a visual style. Yeah. That's his own. And like, he does cool shots. The problem is all the underpinning is fucking garbage, (laughs) but like a lot of the four by three matting just ruins the composition of a lot of shots. Cause he clearly likes to line his shots up for widescreen. Cause he usually shoots in like two by like 2.35, right? Like he shoots in cinemascope usually Mm -hmm. like super widescreen. Yeah. Yeah, And like, (laughs) this is so weird feeling now because of it. And it's distracting when you're watching it too. And it's not just because the aspect ratio is weird. It's because the shots feel weird because of the way they're shot for four by three. Like the movie feels funny. Like things are just all over the place. So I don't know. Yeah. All the great effects work and stuff is marred by the fact that like everything's zoomed out a little bit too much. Cause you're an IMAX. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, it looks a little stiff and stuff. So I don't know. It's a, it's definitely a choice. Like you said, the, the effects generally were, were really solid. And I think that they did do an admirable job of, blending the new footage with the footage from the theatrical cut. Like it was hard for me to tell. There were some, some scenes that I were pretty obvious, but it was, it was tough to tell sometimes what was left on the cutting room floor that Snyder had filmed originally and what Snyder filmed in reshoots, you know, more recently kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as jarring as like when you're watching the theatrical cut and you can fucking tell when or it's like, a reshoot. Like the Donner cut, for instance. Well, like, I mean, it's, it was really it's, fucking glaring what they went back and redid. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely less jarring than that. Yeah, I don't know. It's but it's it's funny because it's even less jarring than when you watch the theatrical cut. The scenes that Joss Whedon shot are clearly reshoot, like from reshoots yeah. and stuff like that, and you can feel those in that version. And not just because of the the CGI mustache removal. Oh my god! It's just no. It's so glad. Everything. I was so oh my glad god. that they got rid of every scene that had that shit. And like, they just don't do anything with his character. He doesn't. He comes back from the dead. That's it. It's just like, yeah. They had a little bit more of the. They took a little longer with like him, Lois and Lois, and him and Lois yeah. at the farm and stuff. Like when when he's kind of getting getting his his bearings back, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which, which I was okay with. Like, the, again, there were some areas where, like, them, you know, Snyder being able to dwell on things a little bit longer worked to its benefit. And then there are other cases where it's just, like, just fucking get to the point. Like, yeah. it's way too long. And I do like the, the article, uh, the Beaverton article, that was, like, the only reason that the Snyder cut is four hours long is because the whole thing is shown in slow motion. It it almost is. It really. There's even fucking there. There are scenes that were 100 percent because I watched these one night after the other. I watched the yeah. theatrical cut one night and I watched the Snyder cut the next night. There are scenes in the Snyder cut that are slow mo that were not slow mo. Yeah, the, the oh, same, yeah, 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 yeah. Same, same takes, exact same takes. No, I yeah. saw I saw the same thing. That I were I, not slow mo in the theatrical. I should have made a note, but I was like, well, this there's some weird stuff happening here. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just like Snyder was just like, I like that, but make it three times slower. And I'm sorry, listeners, this is such a disjointed kind of review, but I just like, I don't know how to talk about this movie. It's like, it's, 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 a, it's a pastiche. Like it's a really weirdly disjointed thing too. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. It's not even really a movie. You know what I mean? Like well, it's, no, it's, it's, it, it's, it reads as somewhere in between a movie and a mini series, especially yeah. with those, with those title screens. I don't yeah. think, I don't how think you should watch this that, in eh? one sitting. 
I think it should be at least two or three sittings. I would recommend that people uh, watch this thing in. And maybe maybe it, it reads better that way. Maybe if you watch like, you know, a couple parts every, every day or something like that. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just, yeah, watching it in one sitting was a lot. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how I'd recommend taking this in. However, you're most comfortable, really, I guess. Like some people, like we just plowed through it because like I wanted to get through it kind of thing. Yeah, maybe it would have been better if I'd kind of let it sit a little bit. Because, like, obviously we enjoyed, like, watching WandaVision and Mandalorian a little bit more, like, paced out, right? So maybe that would have been better, but... Yeah, I I think that might have done it. It's just, it's one of those movies, like, honestly, like, this may be a movie where, like, it would be fun to come back in, like, a year and, like, revisit it and, like, really analyze it. Where, like, we've had some time to live with it and stuff. Because this is one of those, like, it's a weird one, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird case, and I don't, I haven't 100%, like, assimilated all my thoughts about it either. Like, I've written a bunch of notes... And I'm looking at them and they're just like, they're obviously the outline of a review, but they're not quite a review yet. Cause like, I had no idea exactly. I had the same sort of thought. Cause it's literally moment to moment. And I guess that's kind of like, like, let's get to the end. Like we'll wrap up basically here and just be like moment to moment. It's a hit or miss. And that's kind of like, if I was going to give this a review and we talked about it at the beginning, I'd be like, yeah, probably like a six or seven, the same way I would give justice league now, like a five or six. And like, it's not, it's better than justice league, the theatrical cut. Like, <laughs> I would probably argue, like, I would rather watch this than that, I guess. The the real choice is that I would never watch either of these. I would just watch the fucking Avengers again, honestly. <laughs> like, I know it sounds bad, and I, and I know I'm the fucking Marvel shill. I understand. Like, I'm Marvel shill 101. But, like, this is, like, at best around the quality of, like, one of the lesser Marvel movies. And it's also ponderously fucking long. So, and it's still not it's not even written as cohesively as fucking Thor, the dark world. And that's got to tell you something. So I don't know anymore where I'm at with it. It's just a mess. If you're a big fucking DC fan, there's a ton of visual shit in here that you were going to love the shit out of. You know what I mean? There's stuff yeah. in here that you're going to love. There's performances here that are really great. In terms, and- Like there's all kinds of, yeah, there's tons of fun Easter eggs. There's stuff to talk about. We'll be talking about this fucking thing forever, probably because it's such a just weird all the circumstances surrounding I have a huge conversation I want to have at some point, and maybe it doesn't have to be a podcast episode. Maybe it's just something we can talk about when we're getting drunk together. Once all this COVID (laughs) shit's done about like, what the fuck does that mean? People can bully a studio into doing something like this. Cause I was seeing tweets again today where I'm, where's people being like, well, we bullied them into getting the Snyder cut. So let's fucking bully them until they give us the fucking Snyder verse back. And I'm like, that is the wrong attitude to have about this kind of shit. I do not want to live in a world yeah. where the fucking mob dictates what artists are doing. Maybe that's just me as an artist saying that, but like, it's a scary notion when like creatives have no control over what they're creating anymore. And they're just being forced to do what the fucking horrible, dumb fuck <laughs> idiot mob of Twitter declares they should do. Yeah. So Honestly, all of this, bury it in the fucking ocean, as far as I'm concerned, if that's the consequence of this. Take the whole movie, the Snyder Cut, the original theatrical cut, dump it in the ocean and let the fucking Atlanteans deal with it. (laughs) These shitty Atlanteans, not the ones that are coming in Black Panther 2, the good ones, where Namor's going to show up and fucking show you what Atlantis King looks like, son. Hey, we both liked Aquaman, too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm looking forward to like Aquaman more because I want to see what they're going to do about the casting because they really leaned into the Amber Heard in this too. She's in a yeah. lot of movie in here. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah. like 
I think she's she's she looks generic like she's generically pretty enough that yeah, I think I was they can say, safely recast her without without too much uh, hassle. Absolutely gorgeous girl, just problematic, you know, just problematic. Either but way, there's another half dozen women in Hollywood that you could like you could cast slot in that anybody role in and, there and with makeup. You wouldn't would not be able to fucking tell a difference. Yeah, it's because she's not like she doesn't really do a lot in either. I mean, she's she's way more active in Aquaman. She doesn't do a lot in this. Yeah, she's yeah. like she's here, which is interesting. But yeah. either way, so Tim, let's like wrap this shit up. I have one whole rant. You know, you were, you were talking about sort of that meta perspective of, of yeah. things in terms of the the media. Like one, like I don't know if this is if we can even consider this the same film as the no. theatrical cut because it only uses 35 minutes of the footage that Whedon shot. Everything else is footage that Snyder shot and that ended up in the final version or that Snyder shot after the fact for this specifically, or that Snyder just drew out to be three times as long as it was. Or, or just had somebody build a bunch of CGI cartoons. Cause there's a bunch yeah, of this too. fucking movie that yeah. is all just CGI, like just CGI as far as the eye can see. Some yeah. of the fight sequences are all body double CGI stuff. And you yeah. can tell like yeah. it looks good. But you can definitely tell, like, a lot of those Wonder Womans are not Gal. That is a CGI <laughs> model. Most yeah. of the Superman stuff is definitely not Henry Cavill. It's definitely somebody in a, like, it's definitely a Blender render. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I know how they look. I know how it works. It's going to be really interesting to to rewatch this version in the chronological order of the uh, DCEU now, which I'll inevitably do at some point. I know you will. You'll have to report back on that one because I don't think I have the strength anymore. Because I think it's going to feel like it's out of place now because it uses some like musical themes and characters that hadn't been introduced chronologically when this movie is set in the timeline. We are like we already talked about Volko just fucking shows up out of nowhere and Iris West and shit like that. But even even Mira in this movie like just shows up out of yeah. nowhere and is given no introduction. So like all the Atlantis stuff is just there. You know what yeah. I mean? Also, Diane is really racist against the like against the Atlanteans. Did you notice? <laughs> She's like, they're sneaky and we shouldn't trust them kind of shit. I was like, ooh, that's a little harsh. That's that's a classic rivalry in the comics. Oh, no, I get it. I, I understand, and, but it's still it's still total racism. It's still total <laughs> racism. Because we have it in Marvel. The Wakandans and the Atlanteans fucking hate each other, too. But it's still racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> racism is racism. But the other big thing for me that I kept thinking about while I was watching this was that this is an interesting experiment in perception. Because I think part of the reason Justice League got, you know, a decent amount of negative reviews and negative press when it came out was because it was in the midst of some big Marvel movies. People were in a big hurry to compare them. And there was a glut of superhero movies at the time, right? We were getting, you know, one every couple of months or something like that. I think, yeah, I think that and the fact that this is like we've rushed into the, doing the Justice League unearned yeah, to, get, yeah. to get to like to catch up to Marvel. Especially because like you got to remember they were like we were gunning up for Infinity War at this point. Remember what the yeah, hype level exactly. on the Marvel side was? Could yeah. you imagine being in a Warner boardroom and feeling the rest the world looking at Marvel and fucking salivating? And you're like, <laughs> we have the same thing here. We can do the same thing we didn't build it right <laughs> and yeah. it's on shaky shaky ground but we're gonna rush it anyway to make some money and that's what this movie is like both versions of it really like just rush it and get it done but compare that to to this to the snyder cut coming out in 2021 fucking like year into covid world where like people are just hungry for anything they can get their hands on because so much has been postponed due to covid so 
reviews and reception for the Snyder Cut have been like significantly more positive well, overall. If you're looking at the Rotten Tomato score, which has been review bombed by the Snyder fucking zombies, so yeah, Rotten Tomatoes looks a lot better. The like the response I've seen on to- the I'm response I've seen the Tomato Meter, the review, the like yeah. the critic reviews are like thirty percent higher. Like there's thirty percent more positive reviews for the Snyder Cut than there are for the, the now uh, for than the, for the theatrical cut. I'm pretty sure Justice League reviewed higher on this opening weekend, and it slid as like the the review bombing. It's happened possible, and again, that. that's that's just what I'm saying is like right now everybody yeah. is so fucking hungry for like for this kind of content because they've gotten so used to having you know having one of these per quarter kind of thing. Yeah, that it's just interesting to think to me to think how much of that disparity is related to the actual quality of the Snyder cut versus the theatrical cut and how much is just due to the, you know, sort of media climate in which each of these versions was released. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. I think people are a lot happier with it than they, they really should be is basically where I'm at. I agree. Absolutely. Like the thing is like what I've seen so far, like the reaction I've seen from like, you know, scrolling through thousands of comments on Reddit and like the Twitter comments and stuff is more negative. It's more like, ah, it's, it's more kind of maybe more not negative, but more kind of where we are, where we're like, it's still not good, but it's better than the other one. So like, if you're into this shit, I mean, what the fuck else are you going to do with your time is basically what the review ends up being, right? Like, do you not have four hours to sit through this? Everybody has four hours to sit through this right now. So just go fucking sit through it and you tell me what you think about it. (laughs) Yeah, like, and, and I guess that I can, I can sort of wrap up like my, ultimately, I think this is marginally better than the theatrical cut. I gave the theatrical oh, yeah. cut a seven and a half out of 10. I will give this an eight out of 10. Cause I think it is a little bit better. Uh, it holds together better. It has less of the distracting bullshit that the theatrical cut did. It's definitely too long, but the theatrical cut also felt rushed. So that's a fucking toss up for me. I think there's a fucking nine out of 10 movie in this footage hiding somewhere. No, there's two good flash and cyborg origin movies hidden in this movie. There's this movie's four fucking movies jammed inside of one movie. Like it's, it's too much. Like it's just too much. I really like you probably could get a decent justice league plot out of this, but you need to develop it longer. And like, I'm it, it all boils down to the rush. It all boils down to, we need to catch up to the other guys who are about to knock it completely off the fucking planet. Like infinity war and Endgame was enormous. And they were trying to catch up before Marvel got to that point and just like <laughs> saturated the market with basically their end game. No yeah. pun intended. And, and it sucks that this is kind of what we end up with is like a theatrical cut. That's a hodgepodgey horseshit mess filled with dumb gags that don't go anywhere <laughs> and a bunch of plot that's hinted at, but no, doesn't happen. And then it, three fucking four years later, we get this four hour monstrosity. That's like too long for its own good and still kind of a ponderous mess and still needs to be rewritten from the ground up. So either version, here's my review. Really, go watch Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> and that's the Marvel zombie in you, and that's fine. And, uh, you know, there, there's DC fans that I think yeah, oh yeah. Are, are... Go with God. Know. Go with God. <laughs> or Superman, or whoever you believe in. I don't care anymore. I'm done. I, and, I'm you, done. and you were talking about, like, seeing the, the Reddit comments and shit like that. Like, I've been seeing shit in some of the, like, nerdy Facebook communities that I'm part of. Like, the huge, like, comic book collecting community uh, and the Dragon Con groups and shit like that. And there really is still this hardcore, this group of hardcore Snyder Cut fans who think that the Whedon version is 100% irredeemable total garment garbage and that this version is like night and day better 
No, and they're all they're wrong. It's wait in the middle. They're, they're it both- just fucking that just fucking boggles yeah. my mind. And I'm almost positive that that is like very much a a group think like peer pressure kind of thing is that these people have. I think the Snyder Cut has become part of some people's personalities. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I am am one of those guys that wants the Snyder Cut, and that is like 30% of my personality right now. And 90% of this review is me comparing this to Marvel because that's part of my personality. Like, I don't, (laughs) this shit makes no sense to me. Well, like across the street, every time they put a movie up, they knock it the fuck out of the park. I'm like, why am I watching this Superman crap that barely makes sense and doesn't even track his actual Superman to me when across the street, I can watch Winter Soldier and Falcon just be Winter Soldier and Falcon, and it's perfect. It makes no sense to me anymore. And again, so, you're you're calling a series perfect that you've seen one episode. I, no, of, but I mean, like, we both, we both admitted, like, no, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, the, like the, all the <laughs> Sam stuff was weird. But either way, we'll, we're definitely going to review Falcon and Winter Soldier. We will, like, yeah, and we'll have a special guest. Marvel, are we? Are we going to have? A, oh, that's right. Are we going to yeah. do the review with them here? Do I? Like, what if I have to shit on it? <laughs> and I don't know. I'll we'll have to talk with them about that and see whether they want to be on for the review episode or just the uh, or just come in after the fact and we can sort of do a Q and A. I'll talk to them about it and see. It depends on how timely we can have them on. Also, I think they it's- are they are also a big Marvel zombie. Um, okay, so good. They, they grew up. They grew up on Marvel as well. So um, I'm on board. I'm yeah. on board. Well, anyways, we will talk about that in what about eight weeks or something like that when uh, Marvel. I think it's six, but yeah, sure. Is it only six episodes? I think it's only six episodes. Okay. I'll have to look. I, I I've been hearing so many different things. That'll leave a significant gap in between uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. Yeah, that's fine. They don't need to be back to back to back to back. Just give it close, you know. Either way. <laughs> Uh, so are we all wrapped up. Did you, you've said, what did you say your number of reviews were? So I'm saying seven, eight, eight out of this. 10, which is a half a point more than I gave the theatrical. Cut. No, sorry. What did I say? Six for this? Yeah. I would revise this as six and that as seven. Like the theatrical cut is five. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck that's what brain. you said. You said five for the theatrical, five for six theatrical, for the- six for this version. So fine above average, but you know, what are you going to do? All right, let's get the fuck off this topic and move on to geek or, uh, Let's move on to Geek Cred. That's the one. <laughs> four hours of Justice League have just melted your fucking brain. I, I can't do it anymore. Well, it's not. It's four hours. Plus, like, I've watched the fucking theatrical and I've been picking yeah. at rewatching it again just to kind of like make sure I what I actually thought about it was. It, yeah. So, yeah, it's a little bit brain. Plus, I've been like on a mad deadline all week, too. So it's been a <laughs> yeah, my brain's a little melty right now. But yeah, let's do Geek Cred and then get out of here. <laughs> This version, or for some reason, I want to recommend something good that the Joker was in. <laughs> uh, let's just go watch The Dark Knight. That's all he was trying to do in this fucking shit anyway, was do Heath Ledger, but badly. I'm going to recommend a comic book, actually. So uh, just within the last couple of weeks, a brand new Joker solo title has launched with uh, this saw, first yeah. issue, uh, written by James Tinian IV and drawn by Guillaume March. And it follows a retired Jim Gordon as he gets uh, basically contracted by a rich benefactor to hunt down the Joker after. Are you okay with me spoiling something in the comics? Sure. After the Joker basically is suspected of like Joker gassing all of Arkham Asylum and killing like 500 people. Nice. Uh, Including, including presumably Bane. How does he kill Bane? That okay, is, cool. they, they, there's a shot in, um, it's in DC Infinite Frontier, which is kind of one of those, like, after all the Future State books that came out the last, like, month, they put out this, like, Future, or uh, Infinite Frontier Zero, which is, like, here's, you know, eight stories that set up, like, 
all the next big story arcs and our ma- for our major characters, one of yeah. those kind of things. Yeah. And uh, in that, they legit show like the a shot of Bane like with the rictus grin, like just dead. Um, is this so, an Elseworlds thing? What is going on? No, it is in continuity. Hmm. So yes. it's it's interesting to see where it's going to go. I, I imagine they're probably going to bring back Bane at some you know in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean the art again. March is like the perfect person to do a fucking Joker series, and James Tynion IV has been doing excellent Batman writing and Batman related writing. Uh, and he wrote, he just wrote the Joker War as well, and this kind of spins out of the. He event. was on Detective, wasn't he? For yeah. previous, yeah, yeah. I was hearing good things about his run. Cool. I uh, no, not uh, not on. No, I think it's Peter Tomasi was on Detective. He oh, took over. Right. He took over Batman when Tom King stepped back. Uh, to say, like, okay, I'm going to finish up my shit in this uh, Batman Catwoman miniseries, which is also, like, three or four episodes or fucking issues in and has also been pretty good so far. Okay, cool. So, yeah, the Joker series, which has only had its first issue, but I am fucking bought in. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm just... I'm going to recommend Falcon Winter Soldier because what else <laughs> am I going to recommend this week? Uh, yeah, That's no, but, like, it is an easy one, but it's definitely... It's worth it. I feels like it's going to build into a winter soldier esque, And I mean the movie winter soldier esque kind of like drama as we kind of go along here, maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. in depth, but I'm, I'm here for Falcon and winter soldiers bromance to eventually come together and, you know, bloom. Cause I know it's coming. You know how we were talking earlier about how Marvel has been like putting shit out in their trailers that never happens in the actual series. Yeah. I still just want to have them like not actually have, Sam, Sam and Bucky meet in person. Meet the entire season. There's too much. There's too much footage I've already seen of them like together, together, like having dialogue oh, and it'd stuff. Be so perfect. It'd be it would such be such such an amazing troll. People would be furious <laughs> if they did that. It's just like the finale comes and Bucky and Sam never even talk. They never even fucking text each other the whole series. Absolutely. I could, that was a funny joke where he's like, you never texted Sam back. But my question yeah. was like, see, my question for her was like, but what did Sam text him? Because he was probably just being a fucking prick the whole time. Being a dick, yeah. yeah just, Does, move your, move your seat. Does no. Know how to text? No, I mean, he was using a flip phone. So, like, yeah. I don't really know. But either way, yeah, like, we're right back. We're in the, like, this is the side of the Marvel Universe that I'm, like, really into. So, like, we're right into, like, the thick of, like, how the governments are dealing with and, like, blip. you know, the end game and the blip and all that kind of stuff, which I'm, like, after WandaVision, I had a lot more questions about how the real world dealt with it kind of thing. So now we're getting to that. And I'm just, like, give me all of that fucking Marvel shit right in my veins so i don't have to think about Zack snyder's justice league ever again <laughs> all right everybody thank you so much for listening this has been episode 243 of dance robot dance if you haven't already please subscribe via the podcatcher of your choice also if you could leave a review on your platform of choice that would be infinitely helpful if you have anything you want to talk to us about if you want to talk to us about the snyder cut we you can mark, do that mark definitely still wants to talk about it I have like I have thoughts about it, but maybe on the like the higher metal level, like the movie itself is a disaster ish. I don't know, like whatever I reviewed it. I just told you what I thought about it. But uh, yeah, sure. I'd like to talk about it on the metal level, though, for sure. Either way, um, you can also so hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. We're on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast, or you can email us dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com. So I've been here with Tim. Say goodnight. We live in a society. Yeah, that was not in the movie. They nope. just like recorded that dialogue for the trailer. That was yep. a little weird to me. Either way, uh, I'm Mark. 
I uh, hope you all have a good week. You can follow me on Instagram, MT underscore Valette, or by print blackrangallery.com. We will see you next week where we oh shit. No, we're gonna do uh we're gonna do animated Superman next week. Okay, good. All right, we I'm just gonna end the episode now because I'm not as fucking like distraught as I was about watching <laughs> Superman Returns after watching this piece of shit. So cool, cool. Later, everybody. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs>